What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? You're back here in Porchville. Man, that is thick. Who the fuck is that right there, Nick? Oh, that's... Let the world know. That <laughs> is the wonderfully talented Joseph. Joseph John. Joseph John Herschel. Man, those guys are fire. He's pretty good. Man, I think I remember listening to this song. Yeah. It was a long time ago. It was like almost as though it was a different world yeah. when we were listening to that song. It was, though, man. Right now, everybody's got the goddamn coronavirus on the brain. How are you guys doing in all of this? Wow, that was a weird change of subject right there. But that, that happened quick. Let's, that's let's dive in. That's, yeah. that's the <laughs> subject. We got, we got a lot of people um, coming on the show tonight. We got a lot of people that we're going to call um, that are around the country. Um, and we're going to get their takes on it, too. So I know everybody's sort of like, what the fuck is going on? What the and, fuck and is going on? I was commenting earlier that I was at work and me and a coworker were talking. And we're like, "Man, I'm I'm, I'm tired. Like, I, I feel physically tired from worrying about this shit. Absolutely. Like, seemingly twenty four seven. It's it's all we're seeing. It's it's everywhere. How's it affecting you, Joseph? So yes, to the whole fatigue, mental draining. Um, Bring it, that up just a little bit. I'm sorry. Uh, very draining you know yeah. so so mentally uh, emotionally yeah dude it's like it's omnipresent it's like all over and what is being discussed is nothing short of mass death of society uh collapsing partially or, or fully yeah i was reading a article on the atlantic uh today prior to coming here uh, writer calling it she said it, this is not a depression this is a, an economic ice age oh, and, and I hope she's wrong um, and, and I do believe that in, in, I believe in America I believe in the globe that you know that we will somehow get get past this but what does getting past this look like can you can you unpop the popcorn uh, or is everything going to somewhat change you know almost like a butterfly effect and the longer it goes on and the deeper it goes on, and we haven't hit the bottom yet, in my humble opinion, uh, the, 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 more, the more significant that's going to be. And I think the more long-lasting the change will be, the effects will linger around that, you know, people talk about, oh, the handshake is outdated and all that stuff. I really don't care whether it is or not. I, I, you know, that's my thing. But I think that... You know, if this shit goes on for a year, like, yeah, that's something that will fade from what we do. It, it'll just break from our routine. And I think that those. It was my thing until about a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? How's this getting on you? You're actually working. You do a lot of your work at a hospital, not as a medical professional. What you got going on there? Um, hold, hold on. Hold, what, what, what you got going on there, Joe? I this is from Gainesville, Florida. This is a classic, one of the best beers our area code has ever put out. This is a stump knocker from Swamphead Brewery. Beautiful. I like Amazing it. beer. I love it. I like their wild nights, that's mine. Oh yeah. They got a, they got some good ones. So what's how's this getting on you over there at the uh, over there at the hospital, bro? Well, at the hospital like it really hasn't affected too much. I mean, things have slowed down. I mean, they've they've definitely cut back on their personnel and stuff like that and just like tried to you know, uh alleviate 
the amount of you know people being around right um but me personally the way that it's affected me is uh my my father's as i've told you before yeah. um he's going through uh prostate cancer leukemia he's just recovering from a rare form of pneumonia how's he doing in all this and uh, he's doing great like he's doing awesome uh he's he's like just I talked to him on the phone just earlier today, and he was doing awesome, except that he has to go through this all alone Yeah, because he's in quarantine. So, like, my mom can't be there with him. My brothers can't be there with him. Is he at home? No, he's in the hospital. Oh, wow. That sucks. Yeah, so he's he's stuck, and he can't have anybody with him. So I talked to him for a good hour, hour and a half today on the phone, yeah. and, and he really enjoyed it and that's yeah. good that's good you know i it's funny the the mind change <clears throat> that uh that we are all going through i've seen a yeah. few things on social media people passing around a meme saying hey you know people at nursing homes are secluded wouldn't it be nice if all the kids out of school wrote them letters and i'm like no no don't <laughs> mail them germs yeah. right yeah. like the thought You're is kidding. good the, the thought is is pure but you you've got to think deeper it it, right. it just you can't contaminate them yeah yeah i mean facetime is awesome <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's how we're going to be reaching out to people tonight just talking to them on facetime and uh it's so it's just so weird i just i can't i've been walking around for the last week just in a fog it feels like i just you just don't know what's gonna fucking come next every day i wake up i re i roll over i grab my phone and 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 i'm checking the notifications like what happened in the few hours that i've been asleep that i need to know to get through today same right. same absolutely uh and i'm sure you guys have seen the the latest from today uh you know orange county right below us a couple of counties but they're on they're on lot now Right, Are they, the whole county really curfew. Sure, yeah. Oh no, I didn't know they were doing that already. They shut down the Florida Keys. Um, yeah, so that's coming here. Uh, Illinois, New York, Pennsylvania, California, all all sheltering in place. Uh, uh, before I came over here, you know, I worked with a lot of restaurants. Yeah. Nope, no more dining at all. They had earlier this week gone to reduced dining, but now it's it is absolutely not happening. It is delivery and it is takeout and i can't help but wonder how much longer will we even have that i, I don't know nobody knows this was fucked up i mean the kids are out of school you know that's a that's an adjustment for everybody and i was i was telling my kids that earlier today i thought you know i want you to i want you to realize what we're in here like this is this is a moment that you're always going to remember, you know, that it's a, this is a part of fucking history. Yeah. And you're you're experiencing everything right here, you know, and this is things that there are things happening now that people are going to ask you about down the road. You know, where were you? What happened sure. to you? What was your experience uh during this? And and that that's just crazy. It's it really crazy. Is. Yeah. But think about it this way. Like when when you were a kid and if somebody told you like you couldn't go to school for two weeks yeah would you be upset about not that? at all 
Not at all. I would have been out there on my huffy, and I would have been riding my bike. <laughs> Hell yes! All it'd over be a the place. F- it'd be a blast. It'd be it'd be the greatest thing on earth. Well, yeah. it, at first, yeah. For, and for I'll, us, I'll tell you about my kids. Twelve and ten years old. So when they found out that, that they were going to get two weeks off, yeah, literally jump in and high five. Oh, they there was a <laughs> Mine party too. time. When they found out, oh well, you know, actually now it's not going to be until April, the middle of April at the earliest. Not so much party and not so much yeah. celebration. Like they, I think they are realizing that. Oh shit! You know this it sunk it, in a little bit. Yeah, this is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't just bad weather. This is yeah, it's bad it, news. And of course, I'm I'm can't help but wonder what permanent changes to our society will happen because of this. And I think about. On one hand, it drives me crazy. You all have probably heard about this guy they had up in Kentucky who tested positive for COVID-19 and was supposed to self-isolate, supposed to self-quarantine, but he did not. And he did it because of his, quote, constitutional rights. And the governor had to have law enforcement surround his house. And and I think that, first of all, I think that guy's a fucking idiot, and I think he's incredibly selfish. Yeah. Like, can you imagine being like that? Like, I, I get... And I, I support our constitutional rights, but at some point, be a better person. Ah, I have something that could potentially cause mass sickness and even death to lo- a lot of my fellow citizens. I'm gonna keep my ass home, don't right? Don't be a dick. Don't be Stay a dick. Just don't be home. a dick. God. Uh, but then again, wow. I think you just brought up like the best point ever. Don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. <laughs> if only it was that easy. It is that easy, but so many people just won't abide by it. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna try to get our. Uh, All right. Well, first, well, first guest. So we're we're kind of doing this organically, is just you know figuring out on the fly as we go. Uh, but but yeah, I mean even even uh, Kristen Crisp, she's down there in Guatemala. We're gonna call her and try to get her take on it. Um, and. Yeah, I saw Kristen and her husband got to Guatemala. Uh, they're doing a, a some mission work. They got there seventy two hours before Guatemala closed the borders. So, nick of time. Uh, oh, wow, I didn't even realize they were closed up down there. Oh, dude, it's it's cool when other countries close their their borders. When we do it, we're racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there. You didn't know? You didn't know? <laughs> uh. Went to Publix today. Yeah, how was that? Well, it was it was a little scary. I had to leave the the house today, and I have one of those really nice masks, the N95s, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt like the badass because I had the big dog mask. You know, <laughs> uh, I was not the only one with the mask, but the only one with that particular one. Anyway, just empty aisles. I I, uh, I found soup. I was like, oh, it's canned soup. All right, let me purchase this because. It, it'll last it's cheap it's good did not realize until i got up to the cash register that i was only allowed to purchase two cans of soup oh yeah and rather than be upset i thought that is very smart and and you know it you're not going to find toilet paper imagine if they had enacted that what policy i have no idea of all the things to go disappear and fucking toilet fucking paper that? what really that makes no sense none none shit in the backyard whatever yeah, I um, like food and showers. That's really like my big thing. Is I like food, and I like taking showers. That know, pretty much takes care of everything. Yeah, yeah. I like food and showers as well, Matt. 
Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna uh, we're gonna try to call our first uh, our first guest here. This is this is actually my cousin Stacy. She lives up in uh, Michigan, so we're gonna try to get her take. And uh, I'm curious to see what's what's happening up that way. And um, hello, hey, what's happening? How you doing? Pretty good. You're you're the uh, you're the first one we've called today. You're famous. Oh yeah. How's it going? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. How are you guys? Uh, we're we're uh, we're good. We're hanging out here in in Porchville tonight, and uh, nice. We're uh, we're just we figured we would call and um, see how it's going up there where you're at. Which tell everybody well, where where are you at? So we are in Fenton, Michigan. We're about twenty minutes south of Flint. Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it? it's uh it's going. A little, you know, it's funny. We're all starting to get a little stir crazy already, and we're not on complete lockdown yet. So, you we're actually cheating tonight here at my house, and we're at, we had about three friends come over to have a little porchville ourselves. Nice, <laughs> Matt. Are you picking up that accent she's got there? You feel you feel you feel at home. I I don't even I don't even sound and I don't even hear like a, the sound of an accent. It just, <laughs> it's just normal. So what's oh, uh, is, are, are things shutting down up there where you guys are? They are, yep. So pretty much um, the only things open right now are um, grocery stores, gas stations, hospitals, obviously, that kind of stuff. We do still have um, restaurants can do um, takeout, but only if they're a certain size restaurant. So oh, really? um, the little tiny guys are just shut down. All the pubs, bars, all that are shut down. Um, the ones who need it most. So for the most yeah. part, it's just the big, the big stuff. Wow. What's the supplies like up there? Don't tell me you got toilet paper up there. I'm coming. <laughs> you know, we really, it's very scarce. I actually have a, uh, my oldest daughter works at the local grocery store, so she'll text me every night, Mom, we just got this in. Do you want me to bring some home? <laughs> so that's, a, that's a pretty good hookup. Hey, issues yet, that's but, insider uh, trading right there. Hey, you use what you can in these <laughs> yeah. uh, trying times. Right. Holy shit. Yeah, a, a, a thing of hand sanitizer would go for about 100 bucks right now, and toilet paper, you know, when 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 you can find it, it's definitely double the cost. Yeah. But actually, the um the sheriff here in our county is cracking down on the price gouging big time. I've never seen anything like it. That's awesome. What's the uh, what's so, the overall yeah. mood up there? I mean, I know you have a you have a daughter who it's her senior year of high school. How's she yes. How's she dealing yes. with that? So yeah, she's she's getting a little nervous. We just got word today that prom is canceled. Oh. So that's obviously a big hit to these kids. And I, you know, I, I, heck, I was just talking to you what three weeks ago yeah. about coming to see you guys, and that's yep. obviously not a an option anymore. And then um, obviously the big thing for for Sheridan is graduation. You yep. know, that's really in limbo right now, and that's that's a big bummer. You know, they worked their butts off for that. And for all that time. So that's a little somber, you know. We're trying to find some light through some jokes here and there, but... Yeah. Our, did the did I seriously just through. hear you say, oh, heck? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just heard, oh, heck. Matt's from Wisconsin, if you've been listening, and so, okay. you know, he, okay. he probably feels a little kinship <laughs> to you just, just by hearing you there, so... Right, I, like, I, right. I, I felt like really bad like the whole time you're talking and I was like oh man that really sucks and then I heard oh heck and then, <laughs> right. and then all of a sudden oh, I, I just felt like I was at home did I felt we so just become best friends we got four wheel drive up here <laughs> oh yeah so what's what's and a lot of rust how is uh right 
Are, 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 is there talk of is there talk of shutting down just the state in general? I there know a is. lot of places they're they're closing down. Well, at least you know they just passed legalization of marijuana up there. So you know if you guys are locked they down, did. quarantine. Yeah, hell, <laughs> got that going I would, on. I, yeah, I, I can I can get by with that. That'd be all right. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. today was actually the first big day of talks of um, National Guard coming in and, Ugh, um, you know, talks of just the complete shutdown. Because, you know, as it's going to happen everywhere, people really yeah. aren't taking it serious at this point as far as the stay home. Yeah. Um, and as you know, Nick, we have a nonprofit that we run. So we've That's been right. out every day. We've been on the streets delivering food and, tell everybody, and snuggle sacks and all that tell stuff. Tell everybody so. the uh, the information about the uh, snuggle sacks so that everybody, you know, anybody who wants to go over there and help out and donate can do sure. that. It's a very good cause. Yeah. So Snuggle Sacks is a, a nonprofit that my kids actually founded and operate. Um, where they make homeless survival kits and distribute them. They're at a point now where they're in a couple different states and they um, average about a thousand sacks a month and they partner with every government agency and shelter in lower Michigan here, uh, about 27 different shelters and keep them stocked at all times. And how old was Addison when she started that? She was eight. She'll yeah. be thirteen next month. That's so, awesome. it's grown like crazy from about fifty a month to a thousand now. What's, so they have a warehouse and what's your have website people come there? in a couple times a week. And what's what's your website? Where people uh, can snugglesacks.org. Snugglesacks.org. Stacy, yeah. I really appreciate you uh, getting on the phone with us and telling us what's going on up there. And uh, oh, you bet, man! I hope to come see you soon. Ah, one of these days when it's Do not very when it's not action. very cold. Maybe sometime in the summer right. we'll make it up there. So, oh, you take care of yourself now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh heck. <laughs> thanks, thanks. You guys stay safe up there. Much bye. love to y'all. Yeah, you too, bud. All right, bye. National Guard, motherfucker. But you know yeah. what? She's right. People are not taking it seriously. Well, look at all the the spring breakers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick. For a second, yeah, I thought you guys were going to ask me. I was waiting for it all uh, all night long. I, I I was hoping that you guys were going to ask me to go to the beach with you. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought for a second, Nick. I I, I swear she said snuggle sex. She <laughs> did snuggle sacks. Snuggle s a snuggle, snuggle sex. I'm like that does sound like a good chair. <laughs> <laughs> Joe did actually give me a really weird look when she said that. I was like, that, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they uh, her dad disappeared for a little while and ended up being homeless, and oh. he was gone for like twenty years or something. Nobody had heard from him. They assumed he was actually dead, and then they found out that he had been in a uh, homeless shelter down south somewhere. Well, for us up north, um, and. Yeah, her little girl was so touched by the whole experience that she started this nonprofit thing. Like, she's just like, Mom, I want to do this. I want to help people. Awesome. She's That's been on USA person. Today and all. Oh yeah, she's been all over the place with it. So I think she did like uh, the Today Show and shit. So wow. they're big time awesome. up there. That is great. It's great. That's wonderful. So hopefully, you know, that's the thing. Hopefully they. Uh, um, Hopefully they can continue to do what it is they want to do. Sure, because they are interacting with people who, by their very definition, you don't know where they've been, how clean they may or may not be. 
Um, so, hey, if we can just drill down on what she was talking about real quick in regards to the National Guard, I've seen clips online today, you probably have as well, trains with tanks and all that stuff rolling. Uh, have Have you all seen that? And what do you think about it? I have not. I have not seen the, the tanks and all that shit rolling. Neither have I. I yeah. Where's, where in the hell is that going on? I, I, I don't know. Oh. And I it's also, you know, it's stuff you see online. So is this video that was taken three years ago and is just being reframed now to get clicks? That is certainly a yeah. possibility. But it's also a possibility that things are going to get a little hairy. And that's what, that's what fucking worries me. Is like, is it? Like, how crazy is shit going to get? I don't know. I remember uh, The Walking Dead when they were out leaving Atlanta and they were looking through the trees and they saw the bombs start falling. Um, I was going to put a little bit more time in between guests, but Kristen Crisp down there in Guatemala just gave us the go-ahead. So we're going to go ahead and call her, get her on the phone, and uh, see how she's doing, see what's happening in Guatemala. This is uh, it's kind of kind of crazy, man. We're just calling up folks all over the world. Rest in, pick up your phone. <laughs> hey there. Oh, hang on a second. Let me see. Can I hear you? Uh-oh. You there? Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you now. Awesome. Yep. How's it going in Guatemala? Uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's okay. It's a weird climate, but I think um. You know, we've only been here ten days. Yeah. So, so, how's the beach? Just, uh, what's that? How's the beach? There's no beach where we are. <laughs> oh. Well, now how are how are you guys uh, doing? Where where are you in Guatemala? We're in, we are in Chiquimula, which Chiquimula. is on the east side of the state or of right. the country. And so we're we're eastern uh, in the mountains. I mean, not like we're not living in the mountains ourselves, but we're in a we're on the east side of the country. So no, we're not at the coast. So we're not near the beach. And how is that moving to a new country, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden a worldwide pandemic breaks yeah. out? What the hell? We got here on the tenth, and three days later, things kind of started kicking off a little bit here so Mm -hmm. you know when we left the states um obviously it was on the news on the news on the news on the news um but nothing had started closing and that kind of thing hadn't really started happening yet so when we got here so we got here 10 days ago and i believe it was three days ago that here they um they started closing the border actually they closed the guatemalan border i think the day before that el salvador or honduras one of those bordering had closed their borders because it's more contained down here at this stage than other places so they closed the borders no one in or out and then a few days later they closed the airport no one in or out and right now um as of i want to say friday all non-essential business is supposed to be closed so basically if you're not Hospital, police, um, food, gas, you know, emergency services, stuff like that, then it's technically supposed to be closed. But, you know, because this is a third world country, you've still got a few people where we are, you know, there's a few little businesses trying to stay open because, you know, they don't have savings accounts and nest eggs and there's yeah. probably no no Trump check coming in the mail. So, yeah. you know, um, are people, they're, they're going to they're, they're gonna do what they're going to do as long as they can. Is your sense but, that uh, people 
uh, are freaking out or are they relatively calm? I no. know it's probably hard to say because you're you're landing there fresh, but like, what, what's your what's your take? I think that um, well, <laughs> where we are because so we have you know there's a street market here, but we've been doing grocery shopping in the local store here, which is kind of attached to their version of a mall, which is still a mall because this is, this is, it's a third world country. This is a, you know, decent sized city that does have some, you know, Western amenities, so to speak. Um, the first night we heard that there was a little bit of a freak out in the store, we went the next day and, you know, there was food, but there were certain things that were gone. Right. And it's different because things that Americans might want, they don't want, you know, there's, it's a much smaller version of a grocery store. Um, my husband and I keep joking because, like, you know, we're used to buying, like, frozen vegetables, canned vegetables. Well, they all buy fresh vegetables and cook them like that here more yeah. than we do in the States. So, <laughs> you know, we can find all the canned corn we want, but they don't have another variety. Yeah. Like, there's not there's not an entire aisle of soup here because what they're going to make their own what soups. About, so, what about the education system? Like, is it is it, like, kind of going – like, I know it's probably not the best because it's a third world country, but – Right. Like, is it is it affecting the education system? Yeah, schools are closed. Churches are closed. I mean, everything's closed at that point. Yeah, wow. schools are closed. Yeah, and the, and the education system here is, you know, they're they're. I think I think I don't know enough about like how high it goes, but I think in in some of the places, you know, they don't go very far. Especially when you start getting like we haven't gone into the villages yet, but when you go up in the villages, you know, some of those kids get a third grade if you're lucky, you know, and they start working in a field sure. or. You know, the girls maybe get a little like third, fourth grade, and you know, uh, he might start having babies. Which, unfortunately, which, you know, wow. it's, what's that, your? That's when you're getting deep into stuff. But not where we are in the city. It's not quite, you know, quite like that. What's but he, I would is... say that here, you know, the conversations we keep having, watching what's going on in the news. Uh, yeah. Being that my husband's a Brit, he's watching BBC and everything going on in the UK because that's it's, that's being handled, you know, quite differently. I think as well. Um, we feel okay here. We feel like there's a yeah. reason. We feel like God put us here for a reason right now because we're kind of like, you know, there's stuff on the State Department about going home if you're trying to right. get out, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, you know, we just are trying to set a house up yeah. here right now. Well, that is and home now too. So, yeah, it makes sense. I was going to ask you how that felt, though, overall was, you know, being there. Is there any <sighs> sense of um, if, if, if shit goes down, you know, you is there help? Is there, or are you guys pretty much just on your own down there? Um, well, we, I mean, we came down here knowing another couple of missionaries that are, they're American. They've been in the field 30 years. They've been here 15 years. We have other people here that we are friends with that we know because we've done mission work here that are right. Guatemalans. So we have people, we have contacts here. I mean, I don't know that anybody can necessarily do anything we're just kind of just like rolling day by day with it yeah. so you what, know i think that there's far more panicky americans than hmm. we're not i'm i don't feel like i'm panicking at all i'm just right. like i'm just trying to set up my house yeah. <laughs> so so you, you know. uh you brought up julian in in the uk what is his sense yeah. is he hearing anything going on over there uh what is what's his sense of uh, what's happening over there yeah, I mean, he's been watching that pretty much every day on Boris Johnson. Like, they, I'm not sure if they've actually closed the border, but they've shut schools down through September. They just closed all the pubs last night, or as of tonight, I think, which is a big deal because, you know, even through Man. the war, they didn't do that. Um, and they, they've got some pretty, you know, pretty, <laughs> they've got some pretty gnarly statistics that they're 
speaking on the news about, you know, right. if we all just buckle down and just suck it up for like a month, um, you know, he's like, I can't even promise you that, but... So did you but, say you know, that if we if we don't do it, there could be eighty percent of the population infected by summer? Did you say Whoa. that uh, they did not shut down the pubs during the war? They did. Oh, they did. Oh no, they did not. Is Correct, it? they did not. So during God, the that, war, that puts it in perspective <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, it, really <laughs> it does. does exactly. Well, exactly. Kristen, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. I know you know. Hey, I know no you're problem. busy. I didn't want to keep you, so uh, I, t- right. I told you five. I got you for seven. So you guys, that's, no, stay that's all safe. right. That's okay. No, you guys. And, have, uh, I just, you know, hope you guys. We're praying for everybody. Absolutely. You know, here Man. and there. I mean, you, I know. I, I think I honestly think that one thing that we just talked about with some friends of ours, and I won't keep you guys, is that you know, in this kind of a country. You know, you can't take away things from people when they didn't really have them in the first place. Yeah. You know, like the, the people can't afford to hoard here. Mm-hmm. So yes, people ran out and bought cornmeal because that's what they use for making tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there was a rush on certain few things, but um, I, I just think that the states are the, the U.S. is going to have a much harder time if they're trying to close everything down because. Yeah. You know, Americans like their stuff, and they don't like to be told yeah, what to do. Like, here, that's I think for sure. a different level of respect for the that's government for sure. because um, one of our people here said that they just finished a civil war like in 92 here. So wow. they have a different respect for the government versus, you know, the U.S. being like, where my check? Don't take my toilet paper, <laughs> you know? So. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a yeah, different world. Crazy, man. That's for sure. Well, be thank safe. you. Thank you again very much, and yeah, be no safe. Problem, and. Nick. Um, I hope to talk to you and Julian very soon. And uh, you so know, do I. <laughs> keep us in the loop. And, and it's feedingfaith.org. Is that org. right? Yeah. Feedingfaith.org yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, yep. where people can go and follow you and, and uh, learn about Absolutely. what you're doing to help out. So thanks again, Perfect. Kristen. Well, well, like uh, I said, you guys stay safe. We're praying for you all. Same to you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right, Nick. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, what a great point she brings up about a third world country being yeah. not as susceptible because what well, what are they gonna when you have nothing? Yeah. I, I bet every one of them can go out and catch some fish. Yeah, can catch some wildlife. How and, many and of us can it. say that though? Right, exactly. I, I'm a terrible fisherman. I, I saw something <laughs> a, a, a meme going around online which identifies me as American. If somebody says something. What the stores closed down and I got a hunt. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't even know where Doritos live. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, that's it. That is it right there. <laughs> Wow. So where do Doritos live? At Publix. <laughs> but if they shut it down, what do we do? <laughs> I've, I've never caught a wild Dorito. Right. Exactly. So what's, what do you think is going to happen? Like what is and, – and, and I will say just – so I got this thing over here, this uh, worldometers.info slash coronavirus. It's just a – it's like a running tally. And when we started this show, the U.S. – deaths were at 259 and we're 30 minutes in and they're at 262 like that's how fast this shit happens i mean we're it's just gonna grow because as you know it the virus can live in your body for you know up to two weeks and as you gotta imagine with any pandemic that spreads people have it but they have not reached the end of it whether that means recovery or whether it means death so all of these numbers i've Obviously, I think it's obvious to anyone will exponentially increase. Yeah. And and he he raises a good point because, like, even if you go in for like a test, like the test is just going to tell you that you're positive. But 
guess what? Yeah, You're not, already positive. It's, it's not going to do anything to lighten the lighten the blow. Yeah, so it's just like and be like, oh yeah, you're sick. Well, guess what? Yeah, you're sick. Wow. Self isolate and pray. <laughs> so you've been staying at home. Uh, I've been venturing out very uh, as little as as possible. Let me let me ask you a question. Yes. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Scale of one to ten. How spooked does this whole thing got you? Like I would say, probably as, as spooked as anything in my entire life. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, what's what's fucking with me more than anything is just the absolute unknown. That's what is driving me nuts about it. So a lot of people, I'm a planner. A lot of people compare this to to nine eleven in terms of just emotional impact. Uh, and and I I recall in the days afterward, there was the same situation. Now nearly twenty years behind us, we can, you know, you can discuss it comfortably, you, right. and you remember it with the perspective of everything. You know, there were no secondary attacks. There was mm -hmm. no other waves, sleeper cells, all of that talk that was going on back then. Uh, so, it, and it stands to reason, eventually we will look back at COVID-19 with a healthy uh, degree of space and time between then and when it is existing now. But we don't have that luxury as we sit here. Yeah. We don't... We, and you know she was talking about Julian watching the UK news. I saw the Guardian report talking about eighty percent of the population may get it. Uh, you see some of the reports coming out from California talking about fifty percent of the people may get it. And even if you know what is it one percent dies, that's millions of dead people. Yeah, that's out. That's astronomical from a fucking virus. There's not a goddamn thing we can do about it. Nothing. Stay home. <laughs> as I sit here. <laughs> on the porch, <laughs> but I mean, this is one of the few places that you go pretty, you know, regular, fa and, fairly regular. So. And you know, usually when I see you guys, give you a hug. Hey, how's it going? Mm -hmm. Y'all yeah. ain't getting that today. Yeah, yeah. I I, I nodded from afar. Yeah. A healthy what's up? Wave. How you doing over there? Yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, what's up? Crazy. I just don't know, man. And that's why I wanted to do this tonight. Just, just to to hear how it's impacting other people around the country i mean so i'm in uh for anyone who, who is listening and may not know i am in media sales and we are really sustaining some heavy hits from all industries i mentioned restaurants bars mm -hmm. obviously with radio we do a lot of concerts and events all that shit's straight up canceled it's gone it, it is over gone. so and then it bleeds into you know i have auto dealers i have i have everything contractors you know home improvement it, when your 401k loses a third of its worth mm -hmm. in a week and like you said who knows i lost is, three grand it's in like three days gone it, I, I shouldn't have checked it i knew i shouldn't have but i opened it up one day and it said 17 and then another day it said 14 motherfucker and of course i feel now that i'm on the ride like you don't want to sell now because you lock in exactly the losses. Yeah, but uh, and they man. tell you that shit though too. When you get into it, they're like, "Look, there's going to be some," but you don't expect this. I mean, I mean, do you think you could get to a point of a of, of a complete fucking crash here? I think that I mean, we just heard from Kristen that we here in America we take so much for granted. Mm -hmm. Think about and I, it's easy to say these people, but think about people that we know and that are completely reliant on others. They 
for their housing, for their food, right. for their health, for everything. And when that's all well and good when the river's flowing, but when yeah. they get sh- shut down, they are fucked. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to do what, what you or I, what any of us, they're going to get very desperate. Yeah. And they're going to start taking some stupid chances. Yeah. And that's when shit's going to get shaky. That's that's the, yeah, that's the truth. Because it's, I think it's the fear of things happening, even more so than those things actually happening. People just, all these things get fed to them through social media. And that's another thing, like, I'm constantly on social media. I'm, you know, the news. Sure. It's like, I'm getting hit with this shit. When I'm not actively doing one of those, I'm getting emails from schools or or from this or that. You know, oh, in this time of the coronavirus, Jesus fucking Christ, it's everywhere. You know, we talk about, oh, well, you know, social media and you can't really trust that. We were talking about those videos earlier and are those legitimate from now? And it would be easy to say, well, you know, you shouldn't get your news from social media because you don't know if it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, when your own government is straight up lying to you, mm-hmm. oh, mask, you don't need mask. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need mask. I, and it, it's you start to wonder, as anyone would, well, where can I get truth from? Yeah. Where can I get truth from? But that's the that goes, I think, across the board nowadays for, for media and news. I mean, I think we're always sitting here going, all right, yeah, there's a little bit of truth here, a little bit of that. Where can I just get the goddamn plain facts? Are they are they pumping out these headlines so they can generate clicks and therefore get more ad revenue, or is there something I really need to click on? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff to think about. It's, yeah, and that's definitely what, a lot of stuff to think about. Like all this shit that we're talking about right now is is it, it, this is what feels this is what it's felt like in my head for for the last week. Well, like, just like some nothing but constant shits rolling around. Yeah, I mean, like some some to think about, it, like what Nick was, or what Joe was talking about, um, about all of like the advertisement and stuff like that. Like that's not just like radio and stuff like that. That also has to do with like print advertising. And Everything. think think about like the like the amount of hit on the economy it's going to hit, like with the print. I mean, think about like the the paper. Like the, how much it costs to actually make paper and actually print and everything like that and all the ink and everything and and how much work it actually goes into that. Well, like, we, that's crazy. We are a people of excess. We we love buying shit. We love new shit. We love you know getting the latest and greatest. That's 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 part of being American. You know, it and is consumerism and and one gluttony. Of the, one of the what, first things what it is. that stops. When shit like this happens, is that sense of I gotta have the lady, you know, and people start holding shit a little tighter the vest, you know, not spending as much, and and all those just non-essential things suffer because of it, you know. I mean, yeah, you Courtney, know, the, Courtney won't let me get a 4K TV. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Good for her. Good for you. I see you. You really taking one for the team. <laughs> Talk about sacrifice out there. <laughs> and then you think about the, the people, Matt, uh, who are dependent on these jobs. Bartenders, yeah. right? They've got rent. They've got bills. They got kids. They got they got life. Yeah, but even Not, if but it, now they don't got a paycheck. Well, but they even, don't have a even job if it opened all. up, even if it opened up right now, you know, the the amount of people that are going to be coming in is going to be slimmed down significant. Jesus. <clears throat> Just got to get it out sometimes. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> but then, 
even even when even when things go back to normal, like it's still it still takes a while for people to really for sure. You know, I mean, you yourself, as affected as you are by this, it's going to take you a while to reintegrate back into that normal, you know, so, routine. Uh, talking about society changing in my role, face to face interaction has been really the bedrock. Well, now that is frowned upon. We are all mm-hmm. go to meeting, you know, email, phone. Um, and I wonder, you know, is it ever really going to come back? And, and as we were discussing earlier, the longer and deeper this goes on, the, the less likely that is to happen. You know, eventually you reach a point where there is no going back. There's just going forward and it's a new normal. Yeah. That's weird. Who else you got on there? Let's call the let's call the president. <laughs> See what wake wake his ass. Yeah, come on, let's call uh, come on, Trump. Let's you know God what? Let's 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 call let's call a nurse here. How about we call a nurse? I think we, we can make get, a real change with with by calling Trump. I think we can make a real change. I don't think so. I mean that guy. Uh, it's so difficult. I don't. I don't want to. Don't make it political. Don't make it political. Right. All right. It's well, just it's it 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 does it drives you nuts because there's so much shit that's getting thrown around out there. I I don't know what to fucking believe in. The only thing I know, or, you know, I, is when I look at the numbers and I see how many people are fucking dead, how many people are sick, and, how many and, new cases we've got around us. And that know? that's what I'd like to see out of all of our political leaders on both sides. Yeah, is a little bit of empathy. Did you see? And, and I'm sure most people did that. Uh, Elon Omar up in Minnesota, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, even, even you know, she she turned around and she kind of crossed the line, crossed the party line, and was like, "Hey, you know, we all got to get together." I was I was impressed by that, and I'm impressed by when when I see people do that. And Absolutely. Like that. So we we were talking earlier about September 11th. Well, one of the very few good things that came out of that was a, a sense in the immediate after uh, math of that, a sense that we were one nation. All of the, our divisions kind of got pushed to the side we were americans and, and we were honoring the first responders and policemen and firefighters and that felt good we came together as a country and i feel that you know when something like this happens we are setting up for something like that again and there's an example of mm-hmm. it and i i see stuff on with my social media uh grocery workers grocery store workers nurses uh are, are getting lifted up as they should be yeah uh so with every negative, you know, there is that silver lining. And, and maybe some of the divisions and just the animosity towards one another, maybe that'll subside a bit. Let's hope. I wonder how this impacts the teachers. Now that, it, you know, because everybody's saying, oh, well, all these kids are home. We still got to, it's our duty as parents now to, to, to take up that slack and to, is that gonna is that gonna result in us going? Fuck these teachers do need more money. Well, I I would hope so. Uh, and I think I've see, I see all the stuff going. You know, hey, you know, <laughs> it turns out it wasn't the school's problem. It wasn't that bad teacher. It was your kid, and and your kid is a reflection of who you. Yeah. It's crazy, man. That's all. That's the that's what I've been saying more than anything. The most uttered phrase by me has probably been, "It's just crazy, man." Oh, all right, here we go. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get my friend Ellie on the phone. She's a nurse up in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Alabama. 
Alabama. Hey, Ellie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. We've got we've got myself, we've got Matt and Joe all here. Hello, Ellie. Hey guys. Ellie, how are you? And uh, good. Ellie, you're in Huntsville, Alabama, and you Correct. you are a nurse, so you're in this professionally. Like, yes. What is happening where you're at? Um, just as 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 a as a wife, as a mother. What's it? What's what's your life like up there in Alabama right now? Yeah, so um, I was a nurse for about ten years, doing like ER and cardiac stuff. Um, and then when I went back to school and became a nurse practitioner, then I got into like primary care pediatrics. Right. Um, so I'm lucky right now that I'm in a primary care office, not like an ER or a mm-hmm. hospital situation, because those medical professionals definitely have it the worst. No, I'm sure. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, when you're seeing patients and they have fevers and they have coughs and their parents and their grandparents who are bringing them into the office have fevers and coughs and all of that, it's obviously very nerve wracking. You're worried for your patients and their families, but you're also worried for you and yeah. your families. You know, it's not it's not simple. Yeah. What uh, what what sort of precautions do you guys have to take every day? Yeah. To deal with so at my office this whole week. We were really trying to transition to as much of telemedicine as possible, um, meaning handling a lot of issues on the phone that we would normally bring into the office. Right. Um, next week, we're going to be doing even more of that from home, even um, through video chat type stuff. And we're using that to its maximum extent, not just to protect ourselves, but we don't want to bring a ton of sick people into the office because then who knows what they're giving each other. Oh, of course. Let you me know, have, if I can jump in uh, with, yeah. the, with the telemedicine, let me ask you about this. I want to yeah. find out, in your opinion, do you feel the public at large is receptive and using that? And then secondly, I'd like to ask you, um, with the advent of things like telemedicine, which in theory works, You've got a lot of people who perhaps don't have access to broadband, uh, and a lot of times they're the people who, who need help. Can you just kind of address all that, if you would? Absolutely, and my, my clinic um, treats a very wide range of people, all range of insurances, and sometimes no insurances. So we're dealing with the whole range of society, and you're exactly right. Some people have more limits than others in, with what's going to work for them, right? Um, so for the most part, I am finding most patients can at least do a phone call and they are at least relieved to not have to come in because they're pretty scared to be venturing out to hospitals in those places. Um, A lot of places are getting really good about you wait in the car and we'll come out to the car or we'll swab you in the car, things like that, which is nice. Um, The vast majority are. um, I've only had a few that like their fear level wanting their child checked was overriding their fear level of, well, wait, what will I be exposed to in the lobby? I get that. Or, or Absolutely. Else. I get that. Any, any parent gets that. Yeah. Sure. That's tough. Yeah. God. And, and it's a unique challenge for medical professionals who are not typically doing telemedicine um, because you very much rely on your skills of looking in ears and looking right. in throats and listening to lungs, and you put all those pieces together. And in telemedicine, whether it's a phone call or it's a video, you're still limited. I can't look in an ear. I can't take a blood pressure, you know. So you're still trying to piece things together. And ultimately, if anything, you're going to overdiagnose and you're going to overtreat. 
because if that's what keeps people safer in this crazy unique time yeah. that none of us have ever been through before then that then that's just what we're going to have to do. What what are you hearing? Are you are you hearing anything that that maybe you know a little bit ahead of everybody else like hey this is what we're expecting projections or yeah anything so like that i um i'm on twitter almost solely to follow other medical professionals mm -hmm. um and the medical professionals on twitter we all have like really good relationships and follow each other um yeah. so i mean i'll be in clinic all day i'll have discussions with my co-physician with my other nurse practitioner with my nursing staff and then i'll come home and i'm texting with other local nurse practitioners, my nurse practitioner friend in California, my brother who's a doctor in Pennsylvania, and we're all just like comparing notes, comparing notes, comparing notes. Mm -hmm. What's your state doing? What did your clinic try today that worked better? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's try that, you know. Right. Um, and then on Twitter, a lot of postings from like New York where it hit harder, um, Washington State where it has hit harder, and they're a little ahead of us figuring out like what this is going to look like. Um, oh. There's even a few medical providers who have been diagnosed themselves, yeah. and they document every day on Twitter exactly what their symptoms are, what their oxygen saturation is, did they need a procedure today? Um, so we're kind of learning from from all all of that. Wow. So let yeah. me ask you, like, the, the obvious questions that people want to know is, are things going to get worse a whole lot worse, incredibly insane worse, and how? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and um, how long is all this gonna last? When 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 is the, the when is the sun gonna come back up on our dark dark world? Right, right. And and just know that all the medical providers feel that too. I mean, you know, with all the hey, stay inside and don't come to the office. Not we don't like saying that either. We want normal life, yeah. just as bad. You know. Um, and I don't think anyone can say for sure because none of us are psychic. Um, but when you're listening to like Dr. Fauci and some of these other um, experts from like the CDC, the NIH, who, um, when they're when they're talking on the news and holding the press conferences, what they are doing is looking at China and they're looking at Italy, they're looking at Iran, they're looking at places that like for Italy, for example, we think is about a week, week and a half ahead of us. Yeah, that's about what I was hearing. Jesus. And they are literally running model after model after model, comparing the populations and saying, okay, well, if this happens like it did in Italy, then where does that put us by Wednesday? Okay, where does that put us by Sunday? If we're, if we're tracking them, okay, but now we've intervened differently than Italy, so how might that change our trajectory? So all the guessing and, and stuff that you're hearing are really from computer models that they are trying to imagine what will happen here based on what we saw happen in the other countries. So that's why this week you really saw a huge crackdown in most places. Things got a lot more serious. Things got a lot more restricted. Do you think, um, you think we're going to see a lot, of, a lot more states shutting down too? Yes. And you can look up the Imperial College report um, is basically what a lot of people are going off of right now. And that's assuming we are maybe 10 days behind Italy. And how can we not end up like right where they are how can we at all do better and again this is not gonna cure it or end it it's only gonna slow it down so we don't all need the hospital at the same time yeah. that's the whole point flatten the curve flatten the exactly curve. exactly that it that that is absolutely 100 percent the goal well um, that, that is sobering feeling that we're 10 days behind italy because i saw the 
video that was making the rounds today, and I'm sure you did as well. Someone uh, took a video inside an Italian hospital, and they have mm-hmm. all the beds in the hallways. It, everywhere you turn, there's beds, beds, beds of, of patients. I don't Absolutely. Pr- it, it's it's like Vietnam. They have to pick, well, do we give the 30-year-old the ventilator or the 65-year-old? Eh, we think Ugh. the 30-year-old has better odds. Let's give it to them. Jeez. Like, those are just horrible, horrible decisions that none of us want to have to make. That's what we're trying to avoid. Because even if we have serious patients that need the ventilators and the drugs and the care and everything else, if it happens over a slower amount of time, our healthcare system can take it. Sure. If it's Italy and it happens too many at once, then then we can't. That's when resources run out. So that is the point is to slow it down. So mm. I absolutely, I know we're looking at a few more weeks. I would love to think it's only a few more weeks. Um, I know at one point President Trump said eight. I know other people have said, oh, like, heck no, plan on this through August. I mean, I, I hope not. Yeah, we're, we're kind of um, hearing all over the place right now. So, and, and then there's the question of, okay, in a few weeks, if we have controlled it better, not eliminated it, but controlled it much better, will all of us then have sort of a false sense of security? And as we all reemerge and we regroup and we start doing all those things we used to do, will we see it kind of pop back up or research in a way? Do you That's think that there thing. is a chance that we will get that turned around in a timely manner? I mean, I think, like in my state, for example, they were already saying, you know, limit, self-isolate, quarantine, stop the schools and those kind of things. But there was still in people in bars as of two nights ago. There was still people dining in in restaurants up until two nights ago. Our governor here just last night as of 5 p.m. said no more of those congregations. Like, you can do takeout from a restaurant, but you can't go in. Yeah, it seems um, to be going around pretty much you know, everywhere. Catholic masses, you know, different churches. Like, So there has definitely been a shift, and I think all that's going to help. What I don't know is if we will all get to the point where it's, no, no, literally there's a National Guard and yeah. we can't go anywhere. Well, yeah. we talked to we talked to my cousin up in Michigan. She was talking about the National Guard coming in up there. And yeah. That's a, that's a pretty terrifying thought for a lot of folks. For right? every person like ever. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Like and the medical professionals, too. Again, for our own sakes, our family's sakes, but also the pressure of us being the ones to manage, you know, people. Ellie, right. uh, uh, real quick, you're your supplies medically for your facilities where you're at do you guys yes. have what you need or or are you are you guys running short with the items that you need professionally i was so hoping you were going to ask that question, I think that's, question one, Joseph. that's one thing the general public does not understand so again, my third beer I've, on that one yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Um, <laughs> i've talked to so many people locally and again i have i have medical professionals i'm friends with across the country i have people i follow on twitter i have not talked to one single person who has what they need Golly. not not one. Oh boy um <sighs> the n95 masks in particular you you can't get those we, we we don't we don't have those um i don't even know if my local hospital has those and most hospitals that do are being told to ration one per provider one per nurse one per doctor a day those are supposed to be thrown away after every yeah like encounter every, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so the, the supply is a huge deal and that will also dictate like how many medical workers are now going to get sick. So then how many people do we have left to take care of everyone else? Well, God bless you for doing what you do. Uh, Like I, we were talking earlier about nine 11 and how afterwards everyone rightfully lifted up firefighters and first responders, police officers. Sure. This this episode, I feel that it is our, our medical professionals, uh, our, our people who are working in grocery chains. Um, exactly. The, the store, the stalkers. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yes. keep fighting the good fight for us and hear this fucking thing. Oh, would you? Thank, you very, <laughs> thank you very much for, for coming on. And uh, we'll... Uh, this this has been fun. You've actually been a very very good guest. We should we should do this again. And uh, God bless you. Hopefully, yeah. yeah maybe all... in a, maybe in a few weeks I'll have a more optimistic update. That yeah, would so that would be that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. I'll, we'll reach out and uh, try to set some up and uh, do this again. All right. I appreciate guys, it. You guys stay Bye. safe out there. Good be luck. Bye. 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 Oh man, that wow, that, that was that, that was super insightful. I I, I could have was... just we just could have kept letting her go, man. Yeah. I could have sat and listened to. Oh my goodness! That was that was <laughs> that was the type of like pure information that I've yeah. been looking for. Yeah, that was great. Uh, but I think uh, that's the information that everybody's been looking for. But at for. the same yeah. time, what a kick in the gut! Ten days behind Italy? Are yeah. you kidding me? Oh no! Mm. I'm going home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting up a fortress. Jeez. What uh I feel blessed right now. Like I feel like there's so many people out there that are just like I mean, I I already felt blessed because I'm not sick, but but like hearing stuff like that, it's just like there's so many people that are out there that are sick and there's just so many things that could be done that aren't being done. Like And and how about her cow. and people like her who they, are yeah. are there to help the sick, but as she said, She's a person too. She's got a family. She's got yeah. life. She's got stuff. But what is she doing? She's jeopardizing her own health and the health yep. of her family by helping other people. And I saw something going around online. It was a nurse who got off a forty-eight hour shift. Can you imagine a forty-eight? I don't even know the last time I was up forty-eight hours. Probably <laughs> never. How much cocaine it, was involved? But it probably ended in St. Augustine. Oh, hey, Lauren, how you doing? So anyway, so anyway, in this video, she goes to a grocery store and everything is sold out and she's got nothing. And that is another sacrifice that our medical workers are, are making because they are not out able to uh, stock up get for on, themselves. Get on that mic, uh, not able to stock up for themselves, uh, look after their own family. They're out there trying to help people and... Uh, I wish there was I I almost wish there was a kind of like what a lot of stores are doing for seniors. The first 2 hours are for seniors only. Yeah. There's got to be something that we can do for people who are literally risking their lives to help the public at large. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like that a lot. You know like like medical workers and stuff like that, they they have like a, a specific time of day. Actually probably twice a day because they usually work 12-hour shifts. So maybe like early morning and late at night, like that's medical workers. Is there is there anything that that you in particular, Matt, have been doing to make sure you're all good? Like, are you are you preparing in any way? Or are you just sort of winging it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've been doing what I've been told to do ever since I was a little kid: washing my hands, <laughs> using hand sanitizer. Not I don't. I don't my think face. my hands are ever going to be dirty ever again. 
I've watched them so much in the past few days that I think they're just immune. I think they're permanently clean. I'm not sure that's how that works, but... Well, my hands are so dry, I could probably give you a piece of skin right now <laughs> if you want. But <laughs> <laughs> Use something with some lotion in it, man. Jesus. No, man. Just Get some dove. No, I want the strongest stuff possible. Fucking A. No, this is, this is like Bacardi 151. He's using the lever 3000. What? No, that's the weak stuff. What? Why would you go for the weak stuff? Your your weak stuff. Your weak stuff. <laughs> I could tell by your height. Have you have you been have you stocked up any food or anything like that though? Um, I have not. No. Luckily I have a girlfriend who's a lot smarter than I am. Mm. And she's stocked up food. Nice. Yeah. How how long are you stocked up for it until you gotta go like killing the neighbor and stealing their corn well she probably spent at least like two three hundred dollars so i'm good for about a day and a half nice <laughs> nice well that's good yeah what about you nick what what you what you got over here at the porch tell everyone listening so that we can come <laughs> raise your place <laughs> just guns and ammo over here just guns and ammo <laughs> Uh, no, I've uh, I got a couple weeks stocked up, and uh, and uh, you know, of course, you got to go out and you got to get ammunition and shit like that, just in case the uh, marauders come your way. You know, absolutely. Got, uh, you see the stories of yeah. uh, ammo uh, being very scarce. Uh, I saw something that they're not processing uh, permits uh, for for guns. Yeah, and I, again. Fake news, perhaps. Who knows? Well, I mean, I mean, they may or may not be, but there's not really much fucking point to it. I mean, they have they have 90 days. If you if you turn around and you apply for a concealed weapons permit, they got 90 days to tell you if you're if you've made a mistake on your application. You know, it's one of those things. Like, I I get why people would would turn around and be like, I need to get my concealed. But also, what's the what's the rule with the national emergencies or? In times of emergencies, you can carry. There was a law passed not too long ago. I don't know, but I do know in 2005 when Hurricane Katrina rolled through uh, that they had the sheriff's office in New Orleans taking weapons, confiscating weapons from from innocent civilians. So it's one of those things when shit gets real hot, laws kind of go by the wayside. And that that's, again, what's so scary about all this. Well, and uh, it was, yeah, in 2015... They signed a uh, signed a law allowing concealed carry without a permit during a declared mandatory evacuation is what it was. So I guess that really wouldn't count then. I'm not evacuating anyway. That was just when we were. <laughs> I forgot that was that was just so you could carry your guns. And but. you know that, it's funny the word evacuation. So there's people <laughs> listening right now who are not in Florida, yeah. not from Florida, like we all are. This so down here in Florida, we are used to hurricanes, and there is some overlay yeah. stocking up, getting ready to hunker down, making sure you got enough alcohol. Yeah. There's some major differences with a hurricane. You you see the cone uh, and, and when it's going to come, and you kind of know like when it's going to be over. Yep. Uh, it, you know, here we don't know. We're in the dark. Well, I was going to say a, a major difference. We are not in danger of losing electricity. Yeah. We're not in danger of losing that Internet access. Yeah. It's just it's it's different, but it's, it's somewhat I, similar. When I started going to the store to stock up, 
my brain just instinctively was thinking like we need water we need batteries we need canned food and it's like no we don't the power's not going out you know we can still cook we can still do everything normal just you know we gotta stay the fuck home but it was a uh it was definitely a shift in yeah. in, in my way of preparing for disasters and i never in any hurricane hoarded toilet paper (laughs) if you're hoarding toilet paper you're a fucking asshole fuck you you. that's actually kind of a funny thing that you're talking about like like uh like this whole crisis going on um anytime that there was like a bad storm or something like that coming through like i always knew that i had i had a backup i'll just go back to wisconsin and just hang out (laughs) with my family (laughs) with this I don't have a backup. Yeah, like, there's, there's nothing. No, You're just stuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm You're just, just stuck. stuck. But here's here's the thing. Um, you were talking about people hoarding ammo. Um, I actually know a guy in town that actually makes bullets. Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a it's a it's a small company that the dude actually runs out of his uh, his garage. Get on that microphone. It's uh, it's a small company that he runs out of his garage called Fancy Brass Company, and it's it's right here in town, and well, that's good to know. Fancy Brass Company. Shout, shout out his website. He's got a website, you know. Uh, he's got a Facebook page. Fancy Brass Company. Look Fan- it up. Fancy Brass Company. Check it out. Look it up, and uh, that dude will hook you up with some fucking bullets. Dude. We're gonna we're gonna call. Uh, oh, he actually does have a website. It's called FancyBrassCo.com. We 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 are going to call a uh, teacher. Um, he's also a Porchville alumni, uh, comedian, Mister Daniel Biddle. See if we can raise him on the phone here. Mr. Biddle. Hey, how's it going, Nick? Welcome back to Porchville, man. How you doing? Pretty good, man. How's it going with you? Dude? Fantastic. We're we're just hanging out here on the porch. Uh what's going on in your world, man? You, you a lot of changes. Your 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 teaching job is shut down, your comedian gig is shut down. What the fuck are you doing? Dude, man, this is interesting fucking times, man. This is the first spring break I ever went on where I didn't know there'd be a society to come back to at the end of it. I laugh, but I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> that was like the that was the most depressing kind of like intro to a conversation ever. It might be back when might be there when we get back. Yeah. It, it might be, I don't know. Like everything shut down. Like all my comedy gigs are, are all canceled. Like we're all trying to scramble and figure out what to do. Like both ends of the, of the spectrum, we're just in a, a state of just, just, we don't know, uncertainty. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. what are you hearing on the, cause you're, you're a teacher out in Palaka. Yes. Have you, uh, yeah. have you been able to reach out to, cause I know you, you posted something the other day, you know, worried about the kids and all that. Have you been able to reach out, send an email, uh, communicate yeah, well, in any way? It's like, everyone's, you know, hunkering down They're They're ready to come back. But the problem is, is like, honestly, we don't know when they're coming back to the school. Right. The state doesn't know when they're coming back to the school. Is, they're talking about doing digital learning, but the problem with schools like ours, we're a complete title one. Like every one of our students qualify for free lunch. Right. So, you know, most of them don't have internet at home or a stable device. So that means we're going to have to provide devices for all of them and yeah. Wi-Fi for all those 
areas. Are they still doing the uh, Are they still doing the lunches out there where the kids can at least come in and yes. you know get some yeah, lunch? Yeah, they, they have school set up for the counties. As long as they come, they show like a school badge or they have a name in the database, and they're they're good. They're taken care of. So at least right now they're they're being fed. You know that that part of it's being taken care That's of. That's awesome. Just, yeah, it's tough, man, because like we don't know how this is going to really work. Like how do you, if we do have to go to online teaching, how do you online teach seven year olds, seven, eight year olds? Cause I teach second grade. Well, <laughs> like how does that even work? I do gotta, I do gotta tell you a funny little uh, tidbit. My son, he's 14 and you know, just like all of us at 14 hates, hates school, thinks it's the bane yeah. of his existence. And, um, uh, I sent him a meme the other day that was, it said, uh, you know, Teachers used to think that uh, being a YouTuber is uh, a pointless profession, just just staring and talking at a camera. Yep. And then and he I said, now. "Now, to teachers now," and you know he had a he had a good hearty laugh about that. But a thousand percent <laughs> is that like that's the thing is like we're talking about live streaming these comedy gigs now until the clubs start opening up. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, y'all are doing that for a hobby. I'm doing that. Cause I'm trying to figure out how the fuck this works for work. Like, right. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing on the job training right now. Let, let me jump in on that. Uh, I was going to ask, what are you hearing about compensating teachers? Uh, y'all are going to be made whole through the end of the school year. Is, is that confirmed? Is that correct? What do you know about that? It, as far as we know right now, we're, we are on the, the same track as we were on as far as compensation. They're not going to change anything. They're not going to move anything. Good. Um, now, if this ends up being, you know, over, like if we don't go back to the end of the school year or if online instruction doesn't work or anything like that, that's where things might get dicey. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, everything as stated, we're, we're going to be made whole at least at the end of the school year. What are they? Ex- how are how are they expecting you to teach though online? Like, are, are they are, are they no setting it up idea. where that's the big suspense? I mean, 30, 30 kids at one time, or you know, I, I, mean, I don't know. Am I going to have like thirty iPads in the classroom, and I'm just going to have like thirty faces staring at me? I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're not looking at me. I can see you. Like, how does that work? I I I really don't know. I don't it's get gonna, it. Real interesting. I, I do know. I, I mean, Alachua County, where we're at here, they they sent out a notice the other uh, today, you know, uh, telling us what their intentions are. And I'm just, they sent out this long email said, click on this link and uh, it'll 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 tell you all about what what we're doing. I clicked on yeah. the link. I didn't have a fucking clue. I was like, I hope they're not expecting me to teach here because that's gonna be that's gonna be like, a bad time. Middle and high school, you can get away with the online instruction. Like you Ooh, can sure, you can that. but with with fucking little kids i just don't right. see it happening no or at least the fidelity that you would get with an actual in the classroom instruction it's just it, i don't see that well it's well, kind of how, the same how creepy would that be though like like be like standing in the front of a classroom and like having like like 30 imaginary kids <laughs> on ipads all like pretending to look at you Bro, I might be doing that that really would be like, kind of fucking creepy sure that would be the creepiest thing ever they're going to literally have their iPad in front of their TV. So they're staring at their fucking TV, but looking like they're looking at me. Like, I already know this is going to happen. Some kid's going to crack the code. Well, and this is this is like... It, that kid was me. We, we talked when you were here about how, how uh, you know, your your comedy um, and, your, and your teaching, you know, sort of, sort of had that, uh, you know, how they coincided in what you were doing. And it's kind of the same way now. Like, if you're doing these live stream comedy gigs, like... Just like teaching, 
you know, I mean, half yeah. of the show is what you're getting back from the audience. So that's got to be. Uh, then you got really one of your hard. students clicking on the wrong link, and it's yeah. like, oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Who are they going to call for tech support? Me. So I'm trying to teach a lesson, and next thing I don't know, I'm going to be like, all right, did you restart your router now? Like, uh, <laughs> plug it for thirty oh, seconds, man. and then plug it back. Well, like, do we even have the devices? Like, if we had to, if we had to give every kid, make sure every kid had a device. I mean, granted, there's a lot that already do, but would, would we even have the ability to give all these kids devices? If, if you're using their own devices, you don't know if it's going to be up to spec. Is right. it passing the system modifications or requirements or whatever? So, uh, honestly, the best way to do it and the way they're going to have to do it is to give one-to-one every kid that's in whatever class or school or whatever the exact same device so you know you're getting a certain level because they have to provide yeah. at least a base level of education. Yeah. So the only way to say that you're providing within the state law you're providing a base level education is to give a base level. Wow. So they would have to give every student you know, a, a device to use. That is so crazy. Jesus. This shit needs to get solved in a hurry because that does not sound like a bright future. Well, and uh, I, I don't is that, the weird thing is, like, see, with elementary, it's hard because students are going through this this moment where at first you're learning to read, like you're just figuring out how letters and words work and yeah. how you read left to right, that whole nine yards. But then they make that transition from learning to read to learn, like you're reading things to learn about other subjects, and like figuring out how they're going to be able to bridge that gap without you being there, like tweaking and, and pushing them in that direction. I just I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. Well, and how how worried are you? I mean, because you know, when you were here, we talked about you know the genetic disorder and all that sort of stuff. Like, could that have an effect? If should you get sick, or, or how's that? Uh, how does that work? Like, I don't have a, a a dampened immune system, so it should never get that bad. But if it was to get bad, it could get real fucking squirrely, just yeah. because of the way my chest. Um, is concaved it's it's caved in right so you know my lungs they're longer than they're supposed to be but they can't expand as wide gotcha so you know if i start getting pneumonia or something like that it can get real squirrely real real fast so the idea is is just kind of like stay away from it all stay inside get it but even if i do my immune system should be able to you know kick it because i don't have a bad immune system so it's just kind of Hope I don't, and if I do, well, we'll see. But it could, it could get bad. For hey, me. real quick, let me throw this at you. Do you feel, as a teacher, that you are getting the understanding from your administration and higher on up the uh, the food chain? Uh, is everyone on the same page in higher education, or or not? <sighs> That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> yeah, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like. Right now, it's completely uncertainty because we're literally in the midst of our spring break. Like, yeah. right now, the is in the middle of spring. So everyone literally went to went to vacation, and then the governor said, oh, by the way, there's nothing to come back to. Yeah. Jesus. So while everyone's so not in the office, no one can be there. They're having, you know, officials come and bleach everything and scrub everything down. Like, we can't even go to the school right now. What's the, what's the sense, though, you think? Because I've got... My sister-in-law, she's a teacher down in Orlando. I've got some other teacher friends, you know, all over the place, and everybody seems like let's put yeah, it. This we're not way. coming back. This, this is the way I'm going to put it. Yesterday, the governor of California said that there's probably a really, really good chance 
that we're not coming back at the end, by the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. We're on the same trajectory as California. They started a couple weeks ahead of Florida, yeah. but we're fast moving. That's kind of what I'm thinking. All, all the spring breakers at the beach, all those people, you know, just walking around doing whatever. We're gonna catch up real quick. So there's, I, I doubt that we're gonna have students back in the classroom by by summer. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys didn't notice this because you obviously can't see it, but. When you said that the teachers are not going to be coming back until the end of the school year, Joe just dropped his head <laughs> in yes. such despair. Oh. It's, it's not because I don't I like it. my kids. I, I love I love my kids, but it's just it's just society and, and just how fucked we are. It's a, it's such a it's such it's, a no, huge dude, disruption. I, I, I hate it. It's, weird. it's the cra- like I'm I'm a teacher. I don't even have kids at home now. I have one on the way who's going to be here in August. So I'm like I'm just congrats, man. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, but like it's crazy though. Like I get ready to have my first kid, and then the apocalypse happens. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. I'm well, like, oh man. Biddle, I appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, telling us how things are going, giving us a teacher's perspective, and, uh, and congrats and the on the little one, comedian's perspective as well. So we're gonna we're also gonna call up AJ here in a little bit and see how he's doing. I'm sure he's thrilled. Just got on tour, and then uh, and then everything the goes goddamn down. bottom drops out. So. Uh, Appreciate it again, man, and uh, stay safe out there. We'll be talking to you soon um, as as we try to get the world back in order. Um, if there's anything we can do as far as you know, getting comedy shows going and helping those, you know, helping promote those, get people back out there. We're gonna do Absolutely. that. So uh, keep on fighting the good fight. Yep. Stick at Appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, Biddle. Be safe. Take care, Phil. Take care, man. Yep. There's another line of work. We were talking oh about, you know, uh, medical personnel and grocery <coughs> teachers, the, the ones who are raising the next generation. Yeah. Man, if, if anyone, it's it's like it's almost a cliche <sighs> at this point. Well, how come the big sports star gets forty million a year and the teacher gets nothing? Yeah. Well, you know, perhaps, perhaps going through all this, people will, as you said, Nick, understand the value of a quality teacher and compensate them accordingly. I agree. I I completely agree. And I'll tell you, flat out, just from talking to Biddle this time and time before when he came on the show, that guy is the type of person that you want teaching your kid because he's a teacher because he loves to be a teacher. He loves molding the young minds of tomorrow. And, you know, we even asked him during the show if, if he made it big, some big famous comedian, would you, you know, would you, would you just quit your job, walk? He said, no, oh, I'd, I'd still try to teach. So he'd still try to be out there working with kids and molding young minds, you know. So those are the kind of guys you definitely want. Yeah. And uh, man, it's just so fucking weird. I I can't tell you how depressed I am right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> hearing, you know, kids probably won't be back this school year. Yeah. We're, we're ten days behind Italy. Uh, Oh God, <laughs> I I wish I had something like some levity uh, or something positive to say. But I don't. what I think is really cool about him is that he's he he's super intelligent, and you can tell that he's really intelligent. Mm. The way that he just responds to like like whatever we said, like yeah. he he just he had an, an immediate reaction, and it was awesome. And it, it it's he he's just a great guy and. I, I would love to have him teach my children. Well, it's it's crazy, like we were talking about with the people that 
you know, these the performers. You know, I mean, this guy's lost both streams of income wow, overnight. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we, we, you and I, have, you know, performed, and and you know, we, we never really did it for a living by any means. Nick but is talking about him and Joe. I've never, <laughs> I've never performed, but to to well, you did sound check a couple times. I, yeah, I did. You did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you rocked that shit. <laughs> but uh, the, the Harley show was like like my like that was your, that was, that was your crown jewel. Right I got there. a picture yeah. of you at, on the mic and like it's Barker, Luke, and myself. And you're and if you didn't know any better, you're the least yeah. in the holidays. Yeah. That, that was his profile picture on Facebook of for years. Of course it was. Of course it and was. It was for actually years. it was actually my job description. Yeah, was lead singer <laughs> of holidays. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, entertainment. How how much do we count on entertainers to inspire us? Yeah. To to make us laugh, to get us away from everyday life. And now that shit is over. Yeah. This is gone. Fucked. I mean, you guys like you guys being entertainers, like you you actually helped me grow as a human being. I'm not even gonna lie. Aww. Thank I, you, Matt. I, like no, thank thank you. Like I, I really do feel like I've grown like after knowing you guys and you know being around you guys. So thank you. Shut up, Joe. Lots of love oh, here tonight on the porch. Since we're all gonna die in ten days, God. <laughs> I need another beer. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's up next? Oh. Call, call, call Big Bird or somebody's gonna make me laugh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Jeez. reach out. I'm reaching out to uh, some people out in California. Um, you got a beer? What you got for me, Matt? What's in the big, big case you get there? Oh, you want a truly? Sure. Oh my God. So. Hey, Courtney. <laughs> Joe's gonna have a truly. They got the thumbs up. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it was blessed. So we 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 drank trulys the first episode that Matt was on. I've and, never uh, had one. Well, you're in for an experience. So, do you not like them? I can I, tell by the tone of your voice. I'm not you saying do not whether like it's him. a good experience or a bad experience. I, I'm know, I know you, motherfucker. It's an experience. I know you don't like them. <laughs> I can tell by Tony's voice. I, I just grabbed one out of his hands. All right, so he got the watermelon truly, which is just uh, sparkling water with some watermelon. Uh, Nick, you are going to get a lemonade uh, you, truly. You can set that right there. Hello, Stephanie. Phoenix, yeah. I'm sorry, Phoenix from from Hellfire Radio. How you doing? That's me. I'm doing well. We, we How are bring you? Bring you up here. Oh, we're we're uh, we're just hanging out here in Porchville. We're depressed. We're depressed <laughs> because we're all gonna die from the coronavirus. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, honey, we have zombie apocalypse going on out here, so I feel you. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And I just gave these guys a couple of Trulies, so yeah. they're they're yeah. gonna get wasted. Game oh, on. Truly, it's it's a flavored <laughs> seltzer. water. I have a black cherry lemonade flavored hard seltzer. That, yeah, it's kind of like that white claw stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to have to turn in my man card after this. Oh, yeah, this uh, is so watermelon secret and Secret safe with me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so talk to me about California. What in the hell is going on out there where you're at? We would tell, tell everybody where you're at. So I am located in the Monterey Bay. I'm two hours south of San Francisco. And I'm four and a half hours north of Los Angeles. So were you swept up so in that I'm first? So I'm basically central. Were you California. swept up in that first uh, where 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 the 
San Francisco area got quarantined? Were you swept up in that or? I so San Francisco came down into quarantine first, and then about three and a half hours later is when it hit my county. Wow! So what has that been like? Um, it's been a little tedious and a little crazy. Uh, it started, you know, obviously in San Francisco and worked its way down. And originally we were told to shelter in place. You know, you can leave if you needed to, you can still go to work if your work was remaining open, but if you were not, then to just come home. Since then, and that was on Sunday when all this went down, since then we have now been just shy of martial law. We are now officially told that we must remain in our homes. We can only leave for um, emergency purposes, food, and medicine, oh. or if we need to go to the doctor's office. And curfew is six p.m. Dude, Jeez, seriously, gosh. as you wow. said, as you said that, like all three of us at the exact same time, our jaws hit the ground and our eyebrows hit the ceiling. <laughs> Part of that is because we're all from the south, and when you say martial law around here, we start thinking about, oh shit, I guess I need to go get my guns out and fucking time, make sure we're loaded. Time to I, turn up the skinner. Let's do this. <laughs> I am not it's from the south. It's bad enough now where the stores around here are no longer selling ammo. That's you know w- one of the first things I did. They don't have any on the shelves. They are just not selling it. Yeah. Jeez. When I heard that there was and a potential for... forgive me if you hear for... snoring in the background. My dog is laying next to me, <laughs> and he's okay. snoring very loud. At least, at least he's comfortable and relaxed. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, as soon as I heard that uh, there was a potential for Trump to call a national uh, state of emergency, first thing I did was went out to the gun store, because uh, I know, having lived in Florida and having lived through hurricanes and all that stuff... Um, the last bout of hurricanes we had last year, um, governor declared state of emergency, and they locked down all the ammo sales. So I kind of had yep. a feeling that that may that may pop up, but uh, we're we're good here. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I know how to load my own, and I have the stuff to do it, so I'm not too worried about it. Nice. They can keep their pre-done stuff. <laughs> what is what is it like where you are? What is like uh, just. Tell me what's going so, on around you. Like, how are how are the people? What what's the sense of 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 the just day to day that you get? There? So the town that I live in, every I live in a very um, farming. Basically, everybody that's around me is are farmers in some form or fashion. That's not a bad or place to be. Farmers came from a farming community, came from farming families. So in my town, everybody's going out of their way to help each other. Neighbors are coming over saying, you know, we're doing a grocery run. What do you need? I live in a mobile home park where there's a lot of seniors. Everybody's taking turns, checking in on the seniors so that they don't leave their homes. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Cooking meals, bringing them to, you know, to help. But if you go to the town just north of me, which is 20 minutes, it's a whole nother, it, it's everybody fend for themselves, you know, get out really? of my way, you're not important. It's it's really weird. It's a very weird dynamic, and it just depends on what town you're in. Now, now what town is that uh, 20 minutes north of you that is not uh, 
Santa Cruz. Yeah. Santa Cruz is the one that's very fend for yourselves. I was really hoping. I'm not familiar with California at all, so I don't even know if this place actually exists. But I was really hoping you were going to say Santa Carlo, just because of the Lost Boys so reference. Santa Carla is oh, the goddamn Santa vampires. Cruz. Oh, it's the same that place. Is, that is where that is where the Lost Boys was filmed. Was okay. in Santa Cruz. Well, then that's the problem. And the Santa Cruz Boardwalk is where the the music scene was filmed. Yes, and the trestle. Then that's, so that's that clearly going to be Santa the issue. Santa Carla is the town I'm talking about. Yeah. I have that song in my head right now, the theme song. <laughs> I really know. <laughs> Which one? The Thou Shalt Die. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the guy with the saxophone. Yeah, you sing it, girls. The when they were filming that. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. So, uh, yeah. I don't even, I, it's just crazy out there. I don't know what to ask you. I, I, I really don't, like. Like what do you what do you uh, want everybody to know? It took me three stores in two towns to find laundry soap today. Really? Um, there's no laundry soap to be like Santa Cruz out. Yeah. Watsonville out. I had to go to Monterey to get to get laundry soap. Wow. Um, hey, is toilet paper it, crazy to find out there like it is down here? Oh, we don't have toilet paper. Oh, oh, hey, welcome gone. to the club. Christ. Again. Yeah. No. It, they it's just gone. jump in the it, ocean. The line to get into Costco. Is four. It was there was a line. So Costco is like a Sam's Club, or yeah. you know, it's one of the larger box stores. Oh, we got those. There down was a this line way. four hours before Costco opened. What? That's how long the line was. What were the it Beatles in the there? What? Door and wrapped Jesus. all the way around the building. Wow! Gee, wow! Yeah, it's crazy. So, are, are now are are you say you're you know mobile home park seniors? Is yeah. is everyone fairly like ready to ride this thing out, or is is desperation taking hold? Um, a lot of people are scared. I mean, again, I live in a farming community, so we have a lot of people that are immigrants that are here, and they're scared. They're scared they're going to get in trouble. They're scared they're going to be deported. They're scared. You know, I can assure you, you, nobody gives a shit about any of that right now. That's over. That's yesterday's news. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. We ain't. We ain't. But, we don't give a fuck about a wall or none of it. We're just man. Who's we gonna, who's gonna eat? Who's gonna their wipe their mind, butts? But in the government still does. Right. So they're scared, yeah. and a lot of people don't want to come out of their homes unless they have to. And when they do, they're they're very they're scared. Which I mean, it, they, I guess that's you know, kind of a win. A shooting. We had a shooting just down the road. Somebody got shot over toilet paper. Oh no! No, tell the story. That didn't happen. No, seriously. Wow. <laughs> like, I heard a bunch of sirens a couple nights ago. I think it was about a week ago. Heard a bunch of sirens, and then come to find out, there was a shooting in the parking lot because of toilet paper. That's insane. This is the. End, I mean, guys. the guy was caught. <laughs> it's he over. He was arrested, <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, he shot at somebody because he was mad he didn't get toilet paper wow. now are you guys are you guys still running uh is, is hellfire radio still running right now or uh or is it is we are. just sort of on hold yeah we are um luckily we're global so we have um we have people really scattered from one coast to another um we have people in the uk uh we're pretty small we have about 30 people that work for us currently and everybody keeps in contact with each other daily just to make sure everybody's okay. And we're running. We're running to the best of our ability. You know, some of our shows might be lagging because obviously, you know, you work from home. You have kids. You have family. You have, you know, things that, that take priority over, you know, over a show. But we're doing right. what we can to, you know, help the 
the fans and the bands, the performers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the awesome. Independent people, you we, know. We were talking earlier, um, you know, of the many industries that will be lifted up and appreciated even more going through all this. The entertainers are certainly in that category. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, everybody jumps on when they can, when they have time. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of uncertainty and stress going around. And so everybody kind of tries to jump in when they can. And, you know, I've made, I did a a quick live this morning just to, of the beach. I I took my social distancing and went down to the ocean just to get a break. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, did a quick live to thank everybody for support, let everybody know there is calm, tranquility, it's going to be okay, you know, life's not going to end, you just kind of have to take a breath, and if you need help, hit us up on the radio station, let us know, you know, let us post band pages, the people that are dependent, you know, for working conventions and music festivals that sell their goods that now can't. Send us the link to your pages. You know, let us promote that so that we can still support you sure. in any way possible. You're That's doing awesome. the Lord's work. That's, That's awesome. That is awesome. Keep hitting that ball. Talking, talking to a couple of mususicians, trust me, that is amazing. That is uh, yeah, really you know, awesome. We, we know what it's like. You know, it's, it's uncertain for everybody. And music, I, I try to stay away from the TV at this point because, honestly, the only thing you're going to find on there is one person saying this and then yeah. disputing that and saying yep. there's too much drama on the TV. Music is really what's going to get us through. Kindness, good-hearted music, clear thinking. That's what's going to get us through this. Phoenix, that is that is beautiful. I couldn't sum that up better myself. And we're going to uh, we're actually going to uh, let you go, and we're going to call a friend down the road from you, who's also out there in California, our former former bass player and uh but thank you so much and uh we really hope you guys are staying safe over there and uh wish you the best man you know doing what we can you guys stay safe out where you're at as Uh, well we we certainly will you're doing the god's work thank you you very much yeah you are you're welcome have a great evening thanks phoenix and uh hellfireradio.com get over and check it out we'll talk to you soon bye guys bye-bye Now I feel positive. <sighs> she was great. That's a warm soul. She, right she was there. uplifting. Yeah. I feel like we're going to call Dave, and he's just going to be like, oh, it sucks. I talked to Dave like I, a week we do ago. It? Yeah, should I talked, we'll I talked to him a week ago. He's, he's got a little bit of a cough. I feel, I feel tall. Yeah. He's got a cough? Yeah, he does. All right, let's, let's, let's call him. I'm going to call him right fucking now. She just made me feel taller. She made you feel taller. That's yeah. a beautiful person right there. We yeah. need more of that. That's, that is yeah. the, that's the sun that we need. That was, that uh, yeah, yeah. That's what we just need more fucking positivity. Yeah. And now we need to talk to some Dave. Yeah, I'm trying to. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, uh, maybe maybe his phone's got a virus too. Oh. The fuck, Dave? Dave Rivenbark, where you at? Hang on. Come on. Oh, maybe you're. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're 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 calling. It's Dave. a tale of two cities. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Dave! <laughs> What's up, you jerks? It took you long enough to get me on this thing. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? So. 
good. I'm in the car with uh, Kristen and the baby, too. Hi. Hey. Hey, hey Kristen and the baby. Oh. Hey. Man, I, feel like, I feel like I'm like, like. There? Yeah, I wish I was with you. You guys are way <laughs> drunker than I'm not. Cause I'm we, we, we're so not drunk. real drunk. We're working no, on no, it. No, no, we're, we're working, working on, on it. it. We're, at, we're at that happy point. We're at the happy point. <laughs> Matt. So, Dave, up? tell 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 everybody in Portugal, where where in California are you at? Uh, we're in Huntington Beach, which is like Orange County. Basically, I don't, I don't know where that is. So. You, you uh, know you got to say shit like L.A., Hollywood. Near Laguna. Yeah, it's like... Uh, near Laguna um, uh, what's the other what's the uh, Newport Huntington Beach Long, Long Beach, Beach. Um, it's okay, about Long 30 Beach. No, 30 right. something it's like 30 something miles from LA okay alright there we go <laughs> all right. yeah. hey I don't know you sound I mean, good. You sound good. When we talked uh, a few days ago, you had a little bit of a cough. Yeah, what's this? Is, you had the corona yeah, cough, I, brother? I, what's I still, up? I never, I never got a full-on like cold, but I've had a cough, like a dry cough for over like a week, and it hasn't gone away, but there's no other symptoms, and I feel fine. So maybe I'm slowly dying. I don't know. What's, what's up, up Riley? Dude, he has a scared look on his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we scared the child. Oh, All right. Oh, uh, so what's so what's happening out there, man? You've got you've got the the new baby and everything. What's what's happening out there where you're at? Kristen, we are so sorry. Basically, the the uh, the bars are closed. The restaurants. Sorry. Here. It's okay. I know they're scary. Know. It's our fault. Bar- Ryland, we are sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, the bars are closed. The restaurants are closed. Uh, you know, schools are closed. Um, the grocery stores are pretty much out of most of the, you know, main things you need. They're, I went there today and there was no toilet paper, no paper towels, um, no, hardly any pasta, no soup, any of that stuff. But And I had to wait in line for for about 10 minutes just to get in. It's like you're at a club, Jeez, you know, like two wow. out, two in. Um, That's nuts. So other than that, it's just pretty much everyone's just staying home and working from home, and we live by the beach. We're like, you know, 10 minutes from the beach, so you're allowed to go to, like, the beach and parks and stuff like that, but for the most part, everyone's pretty much working from home unless you don't have to. Okay, because like, I, I was going to ask, outside. like, we hear that California's, you know, shelter in place, and yeah. y'all, y'all are in a vehicle. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're allowed. I mean, it's not like you can't leave. They just recommend that you just stay home and you don't go out in groups. I got you. Well, we, we, were talking, like, we were talking to a girl up the road from you, um, and it was around Santa, Santa Cruz, yeah, near there. Uh, San Jose. Yeah. And, uh... She was saying that that, that up where, where she's at, man. They're talking like martial law stuff. Like, is that is that happening down where you're at? No, 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 not not yet. Anyway, so it's still I mean, kind of business as usual where you're at. Yeah, I mean, you can. All the restaurants are closed. You can't really go anywhere. They're trying to just they're trying to make it where no groups, there's no gatherings. All yeah. non-essential businesses are closed. So my work yeah. is shut down. Everything is shut down unless it's a bank, a hospital, or a grocery store. Now you yeah. working from home? Yeah. Yep. That's wild. It's kind of crazy. We're having like new hires onboarded, and we're just like curbside pickup, grab your laptop, and go home and figure out how to work from home. Wow. How does this affect you guys? Because I, I, you know, a little while, and he's been around for a little bit. Still, you know, 
you got you guys in a crazy time oh. with a new baby. That's the that's always uh, a little scary. How does that how's that feeling for you guys? For, well, for me, since I've been staying home, the baby. Oh, we might be losing you, Dave. I don't know if you can hear me, brother. But I think it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring Joe, Dave. Dave, Dave if you can I hear Kristen? me, we lost you, bro. And. Uh, <laughs> But it's nice having Kristen home because... Oops. All right. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Hold on. We're in the garage. We're going to lose you for a second. But yeah, you lost me for a second. <laughs> we were very concerned. <laughs> you scared Joe. I was... I can't, I can't lose my body. Matt's got to pee. You can just say it on the microphone. You don't have to whisper it. Yeah. So, so how is that? How is that? With, it, with having a new baby in this environment, what is that, what's that feeling like, man? Tell me. Because we got cut off there. Can I just get out? Nope, oh, there he is. Yeah, I'll get out of here. Yeah, we're right here. Hold hey, on, he's going to get out. I'm going to get you guys. Hold on. Oh, okay. You're going to hear Kristen say, Dave, your friends suck. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you hear me? What's up? Okay, cool. Hey, you there? Yeah, sorry. Okay. No, it's my good. complex. Okay. So, well, what I was saying was, how does it? How does it feel having a having a new baby and all that in the middle of all of this shit going on in the fucking world? How crazy is um, that? Um, it's uh, you know, it's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that uh, I guess it's not affecting babies as much as right. it is people with an underlying issue or. Immune, you know, efficiency or whatever, or, or right. the elderly or whatever, you know. So we're not too worried about him. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to just stay healthy, eat well, and just do the best we can, and stay inside. And you know, we don't have a lot of friends here. I mean, all my friends are in Gainesville for the most part. So it's not like all we're your out friends doing are right here on this podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Though it's not yeah. like we're it's not like we were big on going out in groups anyway especially with the baby so we're really just staying inside and just you know laying low man doing which a lot of people should be doing yeah and a lot of people aren't i was gonna say what is what is the community like where you're at oh everyone's out man everyone's Fuck. out everyone's working it's just it's it just looks normal when i go out that's wild um bad, it's, bad news. I, it's, I, I feel like a lot of the smart people are, are staying inside and then a lot of the people that don't give a shit and are just going to live their life because they're young or whatever, they're just going on with their lives. But Selfish. the thing is, is that a lot of the people, a lot of people are carrying it that don't know. Like, we could all have it for all we don't know. Yeah. And then if you go visit your family member or you go visit someone else, and then it's just going to continue to spread. So really, you need to listen to what the people, what, what the people tell you to do, Yeah. even if you don't want to. It sucks, but does it suck that bad? You got Netflix. You're with your family. My Just Netflix chill. password got stolen today. I had to fucking well, then you're go. Fucked. I had to call Netflix <laughs> and like get that shit back. It was ridiculous. I was like, yeah. "We're in a fucking quarantine here, and somebody's gonna steal my Netflix password." This is some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. Like, if you don't have Wi-Fi, I mean, you're hey, gonna Joe's go gonna go make a peepee. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you got Wi-Fi, dude, you're 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 not you're not too bad off. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, a lot of people. I mean, in, where you guys are, obviously, it's not that bad. You can still right. work. But Kristen's lucky to be able to work from home because a lot of people, you know, like bartenders or yeah. 
you know, whatever, waitresses or whatever, whatever you do where you really rely on being out. If they don't make any money, it's like, what do you do? What is that? Uh, what does yeah. that do for you guys as far as I know you had talked about wanting to come back south? Does that does this all make you turn around? Yeah, down the I road. Know, thinking, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's where my home is. Yeah. And if it was up to me in a lot of ways, I'd be there. But I have to do. You know, Kristen got a really good job here, and we're yeah. happy here. Yeah. I'm happy here. Other than not having, you know, my friends here, I'm, 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 I'm happy. We'll get out there but one day. I, she's lucky to be able to work from home, so yeah. we're not going to struggle financially. Good. Yeah. So, anytime, anytime, yeah. anytime you want to buy me a plane ticket to come out and visit you, I'm, I'm totally dude. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. No one has come out to visit me. So yeah. Which it's been like three years. So that's all. We're getting there. We're getting there. I know. Now's the time to book. Yeah, as soon as we hit that power. Yeah, now is the time to book. Really. Seven dollars. Yeah. Trust me. I've been yeah, hanging out yeah, with Joe for the last last trip. last couple hours. That guy ain't going anywhere. Joe is not leaving I, anywhere. Hey, for real. I'm I'm nervous. I'm not not ashamed to say it. I truly am. I don't blame you. I am too. Yeah. But I mean you can if you can book tickets now and this shit passes. Yeah. Then uh but you know, whatever. It's not like you're gonna spend the money, but well, Dave, uh, man, plane tickets are cheap. I, I appreciate you uh, jumping on here and talking to us, letting us know how it's going out your way, man. Uh, I got a few yeah, other folks I mean, we got to call. It, it could and, be uh, worse. It's not as bad as the news, you know, makes it. Actually, yeah. every area is different, but I well, mean, that's good. Hopefully, it won't get worse. Well, you guys, you, know? uh, you guys, stay safe, and you know, we love you, brother. We Take love care you. of that baby. Take care of your lady. Yeah. And we'll be yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking. I miss to you guys, you. man. We miss you, too. Miss you, brother, so much. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon, brother. You guys be cool and you cool. know, let us know if you, you know, let us know how it's going. Keep us updated. All right, I will. All, All right, right man. We'll talk to you. See you. All right, man. Did you really just <sighs> say like? Did you like end that conversation by saying like? All right, well, you guys just be cool. Yeah. What else can you say? <laughs> Man, there's a lot of people who still fucking call. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to call everybody. I guess I I didn't think this fucking through. Jesus. Hey, real quick. Dave is like one of the best people. He really is. That's good people right there. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Awesome dude. Awesome, awesome guy. Oh. And he's on the clip at the beginning of the show. He is. He is. That's that's him laying down the low end. Wrote that shit. Absolutely. Yeah, like... I met you guys and like I was awesome and everything like that. And then I met you guys talk because I got to take a piss. You gotta go pee pee. All right, so All right, so, so Nick's gonna go pee pee. Um, but yeah, no, Dave. Like that was like one of the like that was that was a really cool time. Like when I first met him, like. I kept on hearing about this Dave guy and all this stuff, like the old bass player and everything like that. And and the first time that I met him. I was I was a little bit intimidated. I'm not gonna wow, lie. Wow, real? Yeah, I was I was a little bit intimidated because I just kept on hearing about this guy that was such a great bass player and everything like that. And I walked up to him and I just said, "Hey, I'm Matt." And he's like, "Oh, you're Matt!" And, and he was excited <laughs> to meet me. The and Matt, was, the myth, the legend. That's I, it. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm I'm just popular because I'm. I'm just outspoken and kind of. You're you. On the stupid you're, you're side. a beautiful individual. Well, thank your heart, you. your soul, all that good stuff. Dave is the kind of guy. That was that was that, supposed to be like a compliment for Dave. I think not, of not I think me. of Dave is Dave is just a lovely dude. 
He's just such a nice fucking dude. He's just an awesome person. I surround myself with good yeah. people. Yeah, that's that's what Absolutely. I was going for. That's yeah. that's that's what I was going for. You got to be better than that guy. You got to get on. Um, we got a couple people left who, that I I had uh, lined up to talk to. We don't have to talk. We don't have to talk to everybody, but I, we do have another nurse. Uh, we got uh, another comedian. Um, got my friend uh, Sean up in Michigan. Um, if we want to talk to somebody else out of state. Uh, any, any? Oh, and my buddy Chris, who's up in Jacksonville, who wanted us to give him a call and say a few words. I'm so, sorry, uh, I made a weird noise. Hey, I, I let's let, let's hit him on and, and let's hit him quickly because I have to say it is so cool. I get like different perspectives from each person that we talk to, and and one thing that <clears throat> is the same, although it's unique for each person, is everyone is going through some serious yeah, shit, yeah. some unprecedented things. We are that, all together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really felt. I mean, even even with like say nine eleven, you know, like we were all, you know, we were all there, you know, seeing it and witnessing and watching it unfold. But it didn't affect everybody the same way and all that sort of stuff. This. <coughs> this oh my is, God, he's got it. <laughs> he's is, got it. <laughs> did you just did, he, he did, did you guys it. hear that cough? Go, dude. He's totally got the Zika. <coughs> Eat my ass. Zika. This is Corona. Keep <laughs> up, Matt. <laughs> Keep up. Let's uh let's let's call another nurse. I'm just gonna push call here. We're gonna see how this goes. We're gonna call our, our, our friend uh Jordan. She's a nurse. That is loud. And yeah, it is loud. It is loud. Um, now, now, where's Jordan at these days? Jacksonville? Jordan's up in Jacksonville area, if I remember correctly. See everybody else I've kind of given a heads up and messaged them first. And this one I, I'm just calling, which may or may not be a good idea. <laughs> Currently, it's not proving to be a very good idea. It sounds, it sounds like a very good production choice. <laughs> she's working hard. She's out there saving people. Don't be blowing I, up her I, phone. I, I think she's, she's saving the Zika. No, she's... <laughs> she's the swine flu. She's off. She's off, but... Uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not getting there. Uh, we'll try... Uh, let's, let's, let's call my buddy AJ. He's a. Um, it's the comedian we saw the other AJ night. AJ's a comedian. No, not not the AJ, same one we saw the other night. AJ Wilkerson Jr. AJ Wilkerson. He's actually up in I think Tallahassee. He got picked up to start doing a tour. I I, I felt terrible for him. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get his take on it here. Let's. He's free. You felt terrible for him. I do. Is, is well, yeah, that I mean, what you, you just said? You get your big break, and all of a sudden. They, the he's, bottom falls out because he's of ready some to bullshit go. virus. He's ready to go. He's going he's gonna to tell us all about it. Spit some fire, AJ. First, you got to pick up the phone. What the that, fuck, That's man? the first step. <laughs> the, guy, the guy picks up his phone. He's like, guess this fuck that guy. Nobody there he is. Hello. AJ hey. Wilkerson. Nobody ever wants How to answer doing, the guys? phone when they're pooping. AJ, AJ's the the third time on the show. What's up, man? I wish it was under better circumstances. Right? Where, Not under where? quarantine. I, ma I imagine the guest pool is pretty limited. <laughs> where are you at? Uh, I am currently home uh, with my family out in uh, Williston. Yeah, so you came back this way. And last I saw you were up in uh, Tally, I believe, Tallahassee. Yeah, I actually, I drove back today. Because uh, we've had rehearsals all this week, but no rehearsals Friday, Saturday. So came home to see the family and stuff, and then I'll drive back up on Sunday. So you 
you were in the unfortunate predicament of booking a fucking tour, your first tour, and the bottom yeah. drops out of everything. <laughs> what the fuck? How's that? How's that going? Uh, I mean, it's going. I mean, so so as of now, like everything, our tour is still on schedule. Like we haven't canceled anything officially yet. What? Um, our first right. like our first big show isn't until April seventeenth. Uh, okay. So as of right now, all the quarantine orders should be ended by then. Okay. So it, it I I think uh, I think our tour manager is basically banking on the idea that if we don't cancel, if we keep everything on schedule, and everyone gets released from quarantine on the fifteenth, we would be one of the few events already like ready to go. So we would be the first big thing already organized and ready for people that have been in quarantine and you know have ants in their pants. Yeah. So, so now, where is the first date at? What city is that at? Uh, that the April seventeenth is actually in Gainesville. Oh shit! Where 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 at? Do you know? Uh, it was supposed to be at the MLK Center. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know because that's a that's a city facility. Right. I don't know if that if they've if the facility has has canceled our event or anything like that. But as far as we are concerned, we're still having the event. So even if we have to change the venue or something, um, and we've also talked about for any other cities or any other shows that may get shut down due to coronavirus, we've talked about like coming up with some alternative options. Like we've actually thought about booking. And doing like live shows at drive-in movie theaters. Oh wow! Why drive-in? Because of Just well, be because everyone stays in their car. They tune the radio to the you know the audio. Okay. And so everyone could come to the show without you know. Uh, that's actually contaminating each other. They would still maintain. I, I, I believe that that is a. I believe that's an amazing. That's idea. That's a brilliant idea. It actually. is. That's thinking outside the box. <laughs> that's it, very good. And it's where we got to be as a society. Are there any places like that 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 would that would accommodate that around here? Um, I mean, there's a drive-in theater in Ocala. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There's one in Ocala. I'm there's in. a couple it, throughout it's right down Florida. 441. There's a couple in Georgia. Um, I know there's one like. 45 minutes away from Fort Stewart, so somewhere near Hinesville, Georgia. There's somewhere. Yeah. There's one somewhere in there. I'm in. Let's start promoting it. What the right? fuck? Let's let's get it going. How um <clears throat> how how is your experience overall, Ben? Just from a personal standpoint. I mean, what are you going through? Um, family, all that good stuff. Um, well, I, I'm in a, I, I feel like I'm in a pretty weird situation because I basically, I was already in Tallahassee, like, uh, when they decided to make the quarantine announcements, like the, I guess the official, like the, the order from the governor and stuff. Mm -hmm. what so I was already in Tallahassee in a house that they, they put me and one of the other artists in. Uh, so we're just, just in a house like there. So being quarantined in a new city where you still have to go out and get like supplies. Well, now was was know? Tallahassee under a quarantine? No, Tallahassee. Well, the entire state was under the the order from the governor. Oh, of of, of like shutting down, no large gatherings, yeah. that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like um, my first night in Tallahassee. You're gonna scare Joe. Um, I thought. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I, I'm here in Florida. I didn't, haven't heard about a quarantine. Now I have heard what you're saying about. Uh, gatherings of over whatever it has been, ten people. They are advising against that. But it's I all haven't. Right, Joe. I have not heard the shelter in place the way they have. Well, like we were just talking about, folks out in California. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all right. Joe. Well, that's basically. The, I know he just signed the updated order today. The sun is coming, which down. is uh, now they're limiting more hours. Like now, no restaurants or bars are allowed to have inside patrons. Yep. Right. 
So that's a killer for you guys. We talked to Biddle a little while ago and uh, got his take on it as well. Um, it's a killer for you guys, man. It sucks. Well, yeah. Well, like everybody's everybody. You know, it's servers, restaurant owners, small yeah. business owners, stuff Absolutely. like that. Like we are kind of the forgotten ones. Like nobody thinks about like the entertainers that right. also that were being paid to also be there and stuff. So yep. Well, yeah. I'll just share with you, we are thinking about it. We've yeah. been talking about it. And if there's any silver lining, and I'll, I'll say this to you, I know that our listeners have already heard this, entertainers, uh, medical, grocery store, those are the things I think that will be, uh, teachers, they'll be seen in a new, more respected light than they were prior to this. And I think that's a positive thing. I think so. I mean, I'd hope so. Um I mean, the problem is most people aren't running out of entertainment yet. You know, like there's yeah. plenty of stuff on Netflix and Hulu. Like live entertainers are kind of being left out. Yeah. I think people are going to be so like ready to get out there, though, after this is all said and done. A hunter, a hunter. That, that they're just. That, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be huge. I really do. After yeah. after all this shit clears up. Um, man, I really appreciate you, you know, coming on and taking the time to sit down and talk with us and tell us what. Your experiences have been so absolutely well. Well, and like he said, the silver linings, like the silver linings, people in certain jobs are going to be, you know, treated with more respect after this, and uh, you know, maybe our government makes some changes, you know, in, in in you know how they help people in crises and disasters like this, you know. So maybe yeah. the the response time is faster next time, and you know, maybe people change the way they look at the uh, like the American prison and judicial 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 system after this now that everybody knows what it feels like to be on house arrest you know <laughs> yeah it's funny you say that i i am hearing <clears throat> and seeing the same headlines that a lot of us are you know what about prisoners what about yeah. prisoners they are they're locked in uh and they there's no way they're six feet apart from one another yeah. and uh that's got to be a prime spot for disease to spread is in a prison well you would think so, but I don't know. I don't know very many ch prisoners that are traveling internationally. <laughs> uh, All right, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I don't know if you know what prison guards make in this country, but I don't imagine too many of them traveling internationally. Uh, well, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ, I mean, we they're well they're they're well below like the uh, like the ten people gathering rules because there's typically only two inmates to a cell and that's eight <laughs> eight square feet. So technically, two people are six feet away from the next closest person. I don't want to know why you know so much about prisons. I mean, I'm from Levy County. Uh <laughs> <laughs> AJ, man, I appreciate you coming on and talking with us. And, Be safe. Uh, be safe out there, man, and 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 you know what? Like we're we're here. Um, we're still going to be turning these out. So, you know, if 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 things are still looking low, like you know, we'll, we'll, we're we're on board for uh, whatever we can do to help you know put these things together and get the word out and uh, really you know just help people get back to normal. So, absolutely. Uh, well, I think uh, I think something we're working on now is um, we're going to be putting together like a keg of laughs live stream. Yeah. So we'll be doing like a like our regular Friday showcase, but we'll do it as like a live stream event. Yeah. Um. So we're we're gonna probably do something like that next week. So. Cool. You know, try and keep people entertained and keep them you know, laughing. Give them man. something that keep them laughing. Yeah. Exactly. All right, man. All right, AJ. We appreciate it, brother. You uh, 
You stay safe out there again, and uh, much love to you and yours, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care, bud. All right, thanks a lot. Take thanks care. a lot. Love you, Porchville. Later, brother. Later, guys. Peace. Man, yep. Just, I'm just gonna jump right into it. We're gonna call, we're gonna call another nurse here. How um, many nurses you got? Nate? I, only, only two. Hey, do you know about this? Only, <laughs> <laughs> only two. We're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah, call. it sounds like Nick knows a lot of nurses. Hey, what are you gonna do? What do you want from me? It sounds like he's got a and, thing. And 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 now she, wait, is she gonna answer? Hello. Oh, oh. Hello. Jordan. What up, yo? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Well, we're here on Porchville. Chilling out here in... Oh, you're where? I, we're in Porchville. I got Matt and Joe with me. How you hey, doing? Hey, yo. Hello, Matt and Joe. And uh, we are... We're recording, so um, I wanted to call you and get your take and, and your wisdom and guidance um, in this really weird fucking time that we're all going through. Yeah, we're like, talking about COVID-19. You're, you're a nurse. Yeah. How is shit going with you? Like, what's what's happening in your world? Um. Yeah, I mean, I watch the news and listen to all the rhetoric and bullshit like everybody else does and scares the shit out of me and blah, blah, blah. But, like, workflow, yeah. Um. it's uh, it's getting a little thick. It's getting a little scary between my, me and my nurse friends. Um, not really sure what to When I talked to you expect. the other day, you were uh, – and you know, I know you, so I know when I when I talk to you, you're always you're always a you know a ball of fucking positivity anyway, you know. So, oh hell to, yeah, to Let's hear you rub say some essential that, oils like, on the shit, oh, and, you know, freaking <laughs> talk to Buddha, and we're gonna be fine. But to hear you, you say know? like, oh, me and my nurse friends, we're kind of you know, whoo, like that give, that certainly gives me some pause. Like, what's going on? Talk talk to me about it. Um. I think the biggest thing right now in on the nursing side, um, I don't think we're being told the truth by the hospitals. By the hospitals, um, really? Right. I think the hospitals are they're not out to protect the nurses. Um, oh. I mean, I think it's very evident, you know, what's on the news and yeah. So what what are uh, they communicating to to the nurses? What are they communicating to you? Um. Shit's gonna get thick. How thick? That's what I'm. We're not really sure. We're not really sure, and that's the unknown. But I will say, you know, you look at the numbers. um, Here in Jacksonville, it was one case last week, and now it's 15 cases this week. Right. So it doesn't mean it's going to be 15 cases a week. It means those 15 people talk to 100 people that they know, and then those. 100 people are going to talk to 1,000 people they know. Katie and I were talking so, about it, and it was, yeah, and, and, and we described it as a, uh, like, remember remember in Wayne's World? Then they tell two <laughs> friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and just forever, like, that's how it's going to go. Precisely. And uh, what, what, kind of, what kind of numbers are they telling you guys? Oh, there's no numbers involved right now. That's the kind of shit you have to watch the news for. So it's just... Um, just you just have to imagine in your brain, see. so and you turn on the news and you look at Italy, and you're like, I don't want to fucking be Italy. Man. Yeah, well, we got some bad news for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> we no shit. <laughs> yeah. So hey. So the only thing I can say right now is like when they talk about social distancing and they talk about like stop the spread and flatten the curve and blah blah blah. Like it's in everybody's best interest. Yeah. It's not in only your best interest, my best interest. Um, 
the medical world is not going to be able to contain this if it gets that bad. Yeah. If you get us sick, nobody's going to be there to take care of you. Um, and it sucks for like the girls that are there and the men, you know, plenty of men, nurses and shit. Um, they've got little kids and yeah. they've got families they have to go home to. So are you um, are you working more than normal like hours each week or now or or are you are you seeing that? Yeah, what's Not what's, yet. The, what's your demand? Well, I mean, it's still America, so nobody has to clock in if they don't want to clock in. Right. And if you'll be like, mm, no, fuck this noise, I'm not coming to work today. It's absolutely, you know, you can do that. You have PTO, you have sick days off. Um, but within nursing and you see your friends in there in the trench hole, you're like, oh, I got to go to work. I got to go to work. Sure. Um, have you, so you go have you support had any, your people. Have you had any sort of direct involvement uh, with any cases at this point? Like any any corona, COVID, whatever the hell they're calling it now. COVID nine. We have the China disease. <laughs> what did you say? The China, China disease. China. Yeah, we, it's a. It's from China. It came from China. That is the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, I why are you calling it. this Chinese disease? Because great. it's from China. Because it's from China. China. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy don't give a fuck, and I, and I low key like it. <laughs> so have you had have yes you had, i've i've seen the i've seen the chinese disease i've seen i've seen the kung flu so you've been up far up, up close and personal have you have you been up close and personal with it um well here's the thing we've all been up close and personal with it but if you just scared you Joe. don't know it's a spade you can't oh, we, call it a we spade actually probably somebody, have we are probably did you have an epidemiologist right on there no no Exactly. It's all it's it's all around you. God damn it. Fuck. Mm -hmm. So And I'm telling you right now, like I'm a freak. So I get out of my car and I wash my hands, I go to work, I clean my station, you know, but then I go in the elevator and I see some numb nuts touching their face. And I'm like, Oh my god. I was god, literally touching my face doing? when you said that. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> I keep sending you messages. Stop touching your face. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. I, I really am. We're all gonna die. Just, 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 well, just, whole, just level know, with us. It. Well, the thing about it is, it's it's dangerous, but then it's not so dangerous. You're gonna get just a cold symptom, but then you might be on a ventilator, so nobody really knows. Yeah. It's just kind of up in the air. But I mean, in Italy, Italy, fuck Italy, Italy, fuck. So social distancing, it's it's really a thing. Yeah. Um. Hand hygiene, respiratory hygiene, um, you know, are, are, are be responsible. You all overwhelmed there in Jacksonville? Are, are there still beds available? or how, Oh, how there's plenty of beds right now. But within the next three weeks, I think that it's going to be a different story. What, gotcha. kind of, what kind of things are so, you guys doing at the, at the hospital level to prepare for that? And actually, Joe asked a really good question to the other nurse we had on. Um, Supplies like how other are you guys nurse? looking at what? The, the other nurse? What? You, you nurse oh, cheating? That's right. What am I, the side nurse? <laughs> ah, babe. <laughs> I'm hanging up right now. I'm just a side nurse. I get the late phone call. F you, dude. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, to be fair, to be fair, he called you earlier. I did. Yeah, I did. check your phone. You got a missed call. He I called did. you earlier. Uh huh. That's because yeah. I, I got, I got. Other you got stuff something going on. Going on. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> 
So, so how is that looking, supply wise and all that stuff? I mean, what what are they doing to make sure you supply guys? Supply wise, be, not so not so good. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what our other girl said too. Was it's yep, just, supply the supply chain is getting all kinds of backed up. What, what kind of a, yeah. any essential? I don't know. Items? I, if you have any construction friends that do like sheetrock and they wear like those N95 respirators and they're going to be out of work for a bit and they want to donate those to a nurse they know, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Damn. N95. N95. I might know. It's a, a new guys. word for 2020. That's insane. It's crazy. It is. Right there. So I mean, when we run out of those supplies, we're going to have to take care of people without that protection and yeah. expose ourselves and so, that's going to be that's going to be that yeah and that is 100% what uh we we did speak to a nurse earlier in Alabama and uh she did Oh my com- god, I'm a side bitch to Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. Oh, you were first. I know. <laughs> you were first, but you don't pick up the phone. We got to go somewhere else cuz I'm busy. busy. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, the, the uh that sentiment was shared uh that if you don't protect those that are doing the protecting, well then we're all fucked. Per- oh, oh, and that's it. That's yeah. like the people that are buying all the fucking toilet paper. Which I still, same, same have thing, you figured that thing. out yet down there or up there? Have you, have you guys figured Orders. out what the fuck is wrong? Oh with no, people? it's what it's whatever. I've got so many old T-shirts, dude. Take off <laughs> of you want. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. I got a water hose oh, out back. Oh my goodness. I like it. But yeah, um, uh, the supply chain. The it's just we're gonna have to. Like it's basically <laughs> like when you go camping for a long time or on a long bike ride and you can only take so many stuff and you wore a pair of underwear for a while and then the next day you just turn them inside out. Basically, that's that's it. Yeah, but we yeah uh, we're we're concerned about uh, you on the front line who are protecting society, uh, not getting the support that you need. We've talked to teachers uh, tonight. We've talked to entertainers tonight, and these are professions that perhaps did not get the respect that you all deserve that if there's if there's a silver lining after all of this COVID-19 corona China disease goes away maybe you all are are viewed in the correct light yeah I think that's so, we don't even care nurses change. are so damn salty we don't give a shit we've been saving asses that we fucking hate for a long time <laughs> your, your fucking personality has nothing to do with my damn job okay nice. so whatever um, and yeah, we're going to get fucked three ways from Sunday, but we're still going to show up because we have other nurses that we have to go and protect and, um, we're going to do the best we can, but it, I hope it doesn't turn into a situation where it's like, Oh, who, who's going to get uh, CPR? Who's going to get the epi? Who's going to get the respirator? You know, who's going to get the ventilator? So, Hey, real quick, Don't make us choose. I, well, stay you know away what? from each other. I hear about that. Wash your nasty hands in Italy. And I hear about it now in Seattle, in Washington state, that those decisions are, are getting close to having to be made. And that's sad. It's horrible. So you going down and partying for spring break is more important than somebody sitting there and having to make a decision over somebody's life. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. People just aren't, are, they're not acting responsibly. They're getting more pissed off that um, their rights are being invaded. You know, there are civil rights and there are human rights. So stay um, the fuck home, people. I'm, I, you can do whatever you want. It's America. <laughs> but but stay the fuck every, home. You know, <laughs> exactly. Don't be a dick. 
Yeah, but you're being a dick. <laughs> well, Jordan, this is uh, this has been awesome. Thank you very much for for coming on and uh, and we had. A, I hope we, I did not misrepresent any nurses out you there. Did I'm not. sorry. You did, this you did opinion awesome. is not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> you. This is not the opinion the of community. all nurses. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you. Just Jordan. That's a very. That's a that's a very. You are not alone. No. Yeah. But, I know uh, I am not. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, for coming on, and uh, uh, you guys stay safe, and and and, and we got to get you back on. Uh, Y'all do it there days. in the Gaines Vegas too. Keep yeah. everybody out of everybody's face. Yeah, we're we're trying. Nick, so. stop touching your face. I I almost did just now as you said that. <laughs> so much love to you, Jordan, and uh, again, stay safe and give our love to everybody out there in the in the nursing field that you're working with, and tell them to fucking tune in and subscribe. It'll do us wonders. <laughs> 10 for Porchville. Thank right. you. We'll see you. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank All right, you. Later. Bye. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh well. I got uh I got one more guy that I was gonna call up there and up there in Michigan, and oh yeah he's yeah that's not gonna work tonight so. But uh, you know what was so cool is with this episode is we got to speak to so many different people from so many different backgrounds and so many different professions and so many different parts of the, of the world. Yeah. We're international here tonight. And, uh, it, it seems like there is a very common thread of everybody is hunkering down. Every, everybody's very concerned and everyone is very, uh, uncertain as to, as to what's about to unfold. Yep. Well, we got to, uh, we're running long on time. We actually we actually broke the two hour mark tonight. So, anybody got anything to say on the way out? I think it was a really awesome show. I think that it was awesome that we got to talk to like what Joe was just saying that you know we talked to people from like internationally. That yeah. was awesome. That yeah. was really yeah, it was. really we went awesome. Worldwide tonight, boys. Yeah. So we went worldwide. Portsmouth! <laughs> Hit me with that music. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're not there yet, guys. God I still got to bring it up. Fuck. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. And uh, I don't really know what else to say, man. Just I hope everybody out there stays safe um, and uh, tells everybody to subscribe to the show. <laughs> No, I really don't care. But drink some whiskey and uh, he doesn't care because there may not be a next show because we can all die. (laughs) (laughs) There will definitely be a next show. Next show is always a uh, positive person. We're we're, we're bringing on the other co-director for Slaughterhouse Comedy next week because we're we're still rolling here in Porchville, man. We're just gonna we're gonna keep sitting down and talking to people and uh, giving people something to listen to every week. So trying to do our part to you know get everybody through this shit and. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Go to porchfieldpod.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All right, let's do it, guys. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands and keep your ass home, motherfucker. Bye-bye.